Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. So this week, no song. Um, yeah, we've we've done a lot. Uh, actually, lots of smoking um, and <laughs> Hennessy drinking this that. weekend. Oh well, I mean, for me, vaping, but also gotcha. um, being in Miami in club and party oh, after party yeah. for Sweet Heat, which was yes. amazing yet again. I was in close proximity to a lot of smoke, um, alcohol, of you were. and booty butt cheeks. Right. So what a good time! You know, I'm just I, I've just expended so much energy. <laughs> So yeah, we'll do going through it. Kid karaoke next week. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Not a name for this shit. But we're back, guys. Thanks for coming. I am this week. Count as fun. And I am Tatiana Ali. She looked so cute and pregnant at the Aladdin premiere. Oh my gosh! I didn't know she was pregnant. I didn't either. She was looks just. Ad- I said what. Ashley Banks still looks the same. It don't make no fucking sense. They're turning it out for She's that so uh, cute. Aladdin premiere. Did you see Miss Willow Smith? I did see Miss Willow Smith. She was, okay? Dressed. Ready. Yes. I'm trying to think of who else I saw that was on their way there. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking cute. Now I can't remember. But anyway, I'm excited to see that movie. Yeah, I do want to go see it. I also haven't seen Detective Pikachu yet. And I also want to see John Wick because Halle Berry is in it and because of how she did her brother and brothers and sisters on the the red or whatever color carpet it was. Did you see that clip the other day of how Mm-mm. her publicist tried to get her to skip some black interviewers on the carpet somewhere? And, and she, she was like, no, I'm not skipping my brother's yes! and she went and gave them their interview. Yeah. You know what I've noticed is Halle Berry has been like on increasingly her realer lately. on yes. Instagram. And I'll be like, when did Halle start fucking with the niggas? Like engaging <laughs> with niggas. This is, but you know, I guess when you're at that point in your life and your career, you don't really care what other people have to say or think. Cause you know, white people have really part of Halle Berry's success has been that white men also found her attractive and so the fact that she's like i ain't finna skip past you know the black media outlets or whatever i'm gonna give the black outlets the same time and attention that's dope because i don't even know what john wick is i ain't never even heard of that well i knew that it was a movie that people like a lot because keanu reeves is in it and people like keanu reeves and he's shooting a lot of people oh, I very like keanu. fast oh see i don't like all that um 
And I remember trying to watch the first one a while ago just to like get it because it was so hype, so much hype around a second really? one coming out. Yeah. And so I tried watching it. I fell asleep. And then when I realized Tally was in the third one, I said, let me try again. I finished the first one last night and it actually is really good. The fight choreography is great. So, so chapter three means there are three of them. So far, there will be a fourth. Apparently. Wow. Okay. I can't believe I've never even heard of this. This franchise. is about Keanu Reeves shooting niggas. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves, but I don't like shooting. So and and they shoot. gotta, you know, that man is 50 years old. Who? Keanu Reeves is 50 years old. Looking like that. It don't make no sense. Asian don't raise him. I just okay? want to. I just want to brush his hair. <laughs> okay. I just want to like, like just sit between my so fucking legs, nigga. I just want to part hot. your hair. <laughs> Not even fine. It's Who hot. else is fine? Uh, or, right, hot. Who else is hot? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't think so? I no. see it for Jeff Goldblum. Wait, am I? Wait. Oh God, no. Am I thinking of the wrong person? You oh think, no! I think well, a lot of people think Jeff Goldblum is hot. Okay, yeah, no, I'm thinking of the right person. Yeah, yeah he's fine. I I, I respect Joel, Jeff Goldblum and what he's done for the business. Okay, so that's a no. But fine. Kit Harrington is hot. Kit Harrington is hot up there in the north. No, <laughs> Kit Harrington is fine. Like, let's just be. <laughs> Kit Harrington is fine. <laughs> Kit Harrington is fine. He can be my wildling he's hot. king. <laughs> He, can be my he already married the wildling I, girl. I would be a wildling for two years. He reason. already married the wildling girl. Did you girl. know that Lena he- Lena Headey follows me on... Um... I saw that tweet. I is said, it Headey or is it Hedy? I think it's Hedy, but I could be very wrong. I've I always, thought it, things I always all said Hedy. I mean, I don't know, but I do know that the fame is undeniable. It's literally I just randomly found out. It's always... I think it was a mistake, though. It is. If it was a mistake, she would have unfollowed you by now. It was not a mistake. Well, maybe she'll realize that she followed me by mistake if I talk about it enough, and then she'll be like, oh, who is this weirdo? Why? And then unfollow me. Okay, so here's my question. How would Lena Hetty accidentally stumble across your Instagram and accidentally follow you. Maybe she thought of something else. Maybe she's really into the MCU. She was looking for Nick Fury and... She's not, but she can read. Like, she's not... Also, she's, she's not British like and there is, like, some DJ named Kid Fury over there. So maybe she thought I was him. Or maybe she's just a fan of the Fury TV. Oh, also I'm a Sunday. <laughs> follows me apparently someone else had to tell me that though I didn't know the fucking fame oh my god and Janelle Monet. that was interesting <laughs> who else nigga Beyonce I think that was Solange as I think well. that these were accidents <laughs> all three so you just believe every celebrity who follows you did it accidentally there's no way that they just stumbled across your work and are fans of what you do why they just, would they do that that's why so stupid you have so many fans what the fuck are you even talking about you have a lot of nigga you're doing, if they don't follow you too I know it was an well i don't i don't know i haven't checked but like you have two tv shows in the in development so please just leave me alone mm. <laughs> please just know it's literally two tv shows you're anyway so black, right. <laughs> so black excellence is kid fury's black ass working on two so TV it's a great shows. time to be a morehouse grad <laughs> great time to be a a, a morehouse class of 19 graduate it is. It sure as fuck is. So this man, Robert F. Smith, um, spoke at the, the graduation commencement moment. 
where he received an honorary doctorate from the school. Um, so, uh, small bit of information, not really important, but uh, Robert's a billionaire. He's got loads of money. His family apparently has been well off. I don't really. One of the few black bin- billionaires in this country. <laughs> the, the clearly, very few. The <laughs> very clearly few. few. <laughs> it's only a few billionaires, period, in this country. Like, I think well, maybe a yeah. hundred or less. He's made Forbes list of 400 richest Americans. Woo! In 2019 was named by Forbes as one of the 100 greatest living business minds. He's the founder and chairman and CEO of Vista Equity Partners. God damn, what? That's his fucking company? And is considered no wonder one he of paid the everybody wealthiest shit. Yes, he sure as fuck is. <laughs> the fuck is oh my god Woo! wealth is some- see these are the people who need to pay high taxes but anyway <laughs> he did a great thing at Morehouse a great thing so um, during his speech he uh, basically promised to pay off the student loans of all of the students graduating from Morehouse um, and this is estimated to be worth around 40 million dollars <laughs> um <laughs> Woo, and can you just imagine if the same day that you're graduating from this prestigious school that you're like, I don't have to worry about pay. I can just go out into the world yeah. and make shit happen. Because Morehouse is already private. It's very expensive. I right. think it works out to about $100,000 per graduate. Of course, they're not all having the same amount of debt. Right. But the... The gesture here is just so incredible. I can't imagine. You're already at graduation, the happiest day of your young life. (laughs) Gotta be. You're graduating from Morehouse, prestigious institution, family and friends all present. And then you're listening to this speech. And all of a sudden, a man says that you ain't got no more student loan debt. I just... I would like <laughs> lay in the fetal position <laughs> on the ground. Somebody would have to come and get me. Y'all gonna have to come get me up because what that does is eliminate so much hardship for people who are just getting out, just getting mm. started in their careers, entry level of whatever they about to do. You don't actually have to worry about Sally Mae coming to knock on your door three, six months later talking about, bitch, where is my $350 a month, bitch, right. because I want it. Yeah. I mean, probably even more than that because they had real loans i never had anything (laughs) close to six figures in student loan debt and still when i paid mine off i did a true hallelujah shuffle around my house i you better believe that shit i truly praised god so that's wonderful i did see something today that said that it won't count like if your parents took out a loan for you and I hope that Morehouse or whoever reconsiders that because for a lot of college students them parent loans yeah. the plus loans and all that I can't see that working out well. right so I think maybe they're only taking away the students individual debt and a lot of kids do take on their own debt but yeah. a lot of parents also do too and it's a Hell parental yeah. sacrifice as well yeah. to put somebody through four years of a private school so I hope they reconsider and also pay off just every student's um, debt whatever it may be but the that's the sort of shit i wish i was rich enough to do me too my nigga i really do me i I wish i was rich enough Uh, you know what i really want to do i want to do like a therapy camp i do i want to do like 
I would summer love camp, that. but therapy, and you're just immersed in healthy self care practices and unpacking your shit and learning how to take good. I care I would of have an Afropunk size <laughs> therapy case, and and or just an institution yeah. that stays there and provides and, you know, if I had free therapy the money, for the colors. Not, yes, and right, no, it would absolutely be black children. Like, oh, teenagers, but you know, yeah. it would be black, black young people, young people, probably mostly girls and gays, because you know, it's Oof, me, hashtag brand. <laughs> right. The ones who need it the most, the trans girls and the rest of us. And it would just be all about accepting yourself, loving yourself, truly doing self care in a way that is healthy and good for you and unpacking your shit because we all have it. I just want to host the panel that discusses all of the ways that adults are actually bullshit and the things that you yes. ignore. I love that the young people know this though. Yeah, they're so much more prepared for they that straight up than, skip than we were. They skip school every Friday in protest of this climate change Right, shit. the students are actually standing behind podiums at 10. They are. Like, so each and every one of y'all has us <laughs> fucked up. It's clear, it's obvious, we hate you. Right. We're so much smarter than you it's guys. It's our future. Y'all will be dead in 20, 30 years. We're the ones. <laughs> It's real, you know, climate change is real. So anyway, shout out to this man. It was that's just such an incredible gift. Um also I wanted to honor Miss Sabrina Fulton, yes. Trayvon Martin's mom. Um so she's currently running to get a seat on the Miami Dade Board of County Commissioners. And I hope that she fucking gets it. Me she too. deserves um, she's been working her ass off uh, for many, many years at this point to uh, promote like safety yeah. for our kids, anti-gun violence across the board for the white people who want to put all in front of things. And just, you know, being, I think, a really amazing symbol for like yeah. change and strength and perseverance and a lot of things through a ridiculous, disgusting, and tragic incident yeah. that should have never fucking happened. Right. Um, I think Sabrina Fulton is just a queen, <laughs> incredible, a goddess. And the death of her son truly changed my life. It did. Same. It changed my life. I will never be the same. It, will, I'm so it, glad. it broke me on the inside because I truly thought, with all this overwhelming evidence, there is no way they're going to let this man go. And that's exactly what they did. And it just broke my heart. So I love that instead of being like, fuck the world, I don't give a fuck about y'all which she would be more than well within her rights I mean I would she is spending her time trying to affect change that's beautiful so shout out to her I want to be like a senator one day God bless you you would be great but like after America collapses and then has to rebuild itself like the current King's Land right like like how like how somebody has to come through and barbecue King's Land for shit to change right somebody gonna have to barbecue Trump out this White House oh I'd love to be the Drogon You, you can be the Tyrion. <laughs> you get to be Daenerys hanging out at the bell tower like, should I or should so, I? I'm going to do, do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You can decide it's dreams and nightmares. Ooh, can't wait to get to that. <laughs> cannot wait. Also, shout out to, and I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about it. Is this woman's name Christian Tinsley? I don't know who that I'm is. I'm not sure. But uh, you may have seen a clip. Oh, no. Of uh, a mother who had to go into, and I, yeah, I say she had to, walk into the classroom or a classroom. Oh, my God, yes. 
do you say this? Laguna Niguel Hills Middle School? I may have butchered that. Oh, it sounds know. rich. But she walked into this classroom after having to do with her daughter. This is an eighth grade class, I believe. Her daughter being bullied by several boys. Um, and basically, just to keep it real, you know, short and cute and give you a, an overview, this woman basically said, um, I would love it if you're going to continue <laughs> bullying my daughter for you to introduce me to your older sisters, mm-hmm. your moms, your grandma, whoever it is in your because life that is an adult woman <laughs> yep. that so we can hash it out. Because one thing that I promise you they won't do is whoop my ass. Now, I can't like, I can't put hands on y'all. <laughs> and, you know, my daughter can't. Y'all are boys. Right. You're multiple boys. Y'all are not going to continue yeah picking on my child so point out (laughs) your adult parent guardian whoever it is who has to catch these hands and let's get to it yes if i have to come back down here i love that part if i have to come back down here because that's when you know yeah she's gonna whoop somebody's ass it's for real of course these little badass coward ass kids continued and and the, the crazy thing about today is my nigga these kids don't just get bullied at school they get bullied in their dms right home, yeah. in their comments because they're all on social media, they're all on social media. Yeah, these kids are like young. it's just horrendous yeah i don't give a fuck i'm giving this lady's black ex- black excellence because that's <laughs> what kids Shout are to- killing yes, themselves behind this shit yes and I left a comment on on the the daughter's page oh I was about to say not the shade room please (laughs) I left a comment on the daughter's page and basically said like girl this is temporary these kids are trying to compensate for whatever personal weaknesses that they're feeling their pages are all private because they know <laughs> the internet is living for you. We're mm-hmm. behind you. And 100%. your mama is everything. Yes. You're going to be so great once all of this is over. Yes. And you'll look back and you will laugh at these girls. Yes. Because that's what it is, you know? And a lot of the... It's so unfortunate because you want to just wring these kids by their damn neck and be like, you just get your them. shit together. Yeah. But God only knows what they've got going on in their personal lives, yeah. who's fucking with them mm-hmm. in school or at home. Or I... Sure, shit is not good at home. That is why I would request request to see <laughs> your brother. Yeah, uh, you can bring your daddy to the school, uh, yeah. your uncle or your boy cousins to the school, <laughs> and I will just fuck them up. Yeah, and then maybe that will be enough. Maybe yeah. then your daddy will tell you to go to school and act like you got some goddamn sense right. because he doesn't want his other eye blacked. I don't know what has to be done. <laughs> the school be... isn't doing shit and y'all aren't leaving my kid alone. Mm. And I refuse for my kid to feel like they can't, ex- he or she can't express, he or she or they yep. cannot express herself, himself, themselves. Yep. In whatever way that they choose. I'm not going to have my child be another statistic of a young person that kills themselves because they can't handle what the fuck is going on in their school. So if that means that I got to put the uh, bottom of this goddamn Jordan (laughs) on your daddy's Adam's apple. I'll do that. That will happen and it will be expeditious. Yes. I love that she said, tell your amies and sisters and mamas, because that made it clear that what she wanted was a motherfucking fight. Yeah. 
<laughs> if it had been open to all parents, guardians, whoever, then that would have been a conversation. But she specifically requested the female family members because it's going to be a motherfucking fight behind my child. And that is the sort of passion and dedication to your kids' mental health and well-being that I wish every parent showed. She's, Shout out to that white teacher who let that black woman come in and go crazy Mama sat down she and said nothing. She was probably sick of them kids too. That woman started cussing and the white lady still let her talk. I said, oh, she's sick of these fucking kids. I bet she, she emailed that she mama and was like, thank you so much. Kids. I hate them too, girl. But I heard the woman got like banned from the school or I something. I mean, of course. And I don't blame the school for reacting. She literally <laughs> walked in the classroom and threatened these kids' parents. But at the same time, from her perspective, fuck that. Fuck yes, that. Because fuck y'all. And first of all, how the fuck are you some little boys picking on this girl? Like, no, no, no. no, no. no. If that means I got to punch your mama in the face, sis, so that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Leave my child alone. I just understand. Uh, kids are just assholes, man. But they get it from their parents. Unfortunately, you don't really get a, a really good many kids don't get a good enough understanding of that until they are older and for yeah. some kids they don't they don't get there and it's unfair it so i just get it that's another reason i don't know if kids are for me child because i would be i would be <laughs> on the same energy i'm telling you i'm walking into the school i'm shoving any security guard that comes, like i'm going to be on the news because you're not gonna fuck with my child that's uh, real Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. 
So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right. So let's talk about some hot topics this week. And um, let's see here. Uh, uh, Tops of the Caribbean, the the verse of the Black Pearl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The Black Pearl, huh? And where is that located? Down the Mm -hmm. dark corridor? (laughs) Bottoms have pearls. (laughs) Yeah, inside that corridor. Anyway, so... Shout out to Rihanna. Rihanna is the first woman ever to create an original brand. (laughs) Yes! For LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. So, Fenty, you know... I, too, am quite eager for Rihanna Mm -hmm. to have me and these hips rolling like some strong 24s this summer. And I hope that that can happen with this reggae album. My God, touch my life. Um, But at the same time, Mama is here um, stacking that empire just as high as she wants it to go, setting all of these things that will simply sell themselves. And she's very smart. She's incredibly smart. She's on the cover of uh, the New York Times magazine, I think, right now. And she said, I didn't even know that until months into our relationship that she was the first black woman to uh, have an original uh, brand with them. When Jaleel Weaver brought it to my attention, and I'm like, are you sure about that? Did you do your research? (laughs) Sounds fake. I don't want to state it and claim that's shit. I'm guessing she cussed here because it says expletive. Yeah. Because I still couldn't believe it. It made me feel proud. I had a dream of making music. That's it. I didn't even think about the fame part. And then that happened. And it's like, do I really like this? How much do I really love music that I'm doing? Girl, girl, ain't that it? Because, woo! All right, triggered. I'm sorry. Then the one hit wonder comment came straight out of the gate and that put a fire under my ass. And I've just never stopped working on music and the like. So, um... Ugh, I, I will it. be buying pieces from Rihanna's. Mm-hmm. I love that she deliberately calls everything outside of music Fenty, and then the music brand is Rihanna. It's very smart of her because we and would Fenty's, get tired of the name Rihanna otherwise. Fenty's such a labelly name, right? And it's she has the Savage X with the lingerie. She has the makeup, of course, and now with these clothes, like sis, all I ask is that it comes in a twelve fourteen so that I can also partake. I want them droopy ass suits that you niggas was wearing on Instagram and all that other bullshit. That's all I ask is that you think of those of us who are curvier as well. But I'm excited for Rihanna. Like, I love to see a black girl come from nothing and then be discredited by lots of people and continue to shine and build and thrive in the midst of all that. To the point where everybody's pretty much on your dick. To the point where, no, it's like everybody is on Rihanna's dick. Everybody's obsessed with how fine she is. The, the Navy literally will not leave her alone about R9. She said she might even just call it R9. Yes, she did. Which cracks me up <laughs> to be like, you know what? Fine, niggas. Like, she what literally else said, can I say? How will I accept another name after that's been burned into my skull? I still don't understand why y'all can't leave her alone because the girl put out an album like every fucking year for years. And I don't know why y'all just anti is still good. You could play it right now; it's still good. I just listen to the same old mistakes on the way over here. So I listen to work. 
I feel like y'all need to leave her alone about that, but also I just love seeing her do everything that she's doing. I got the thirst for new Rihanna music. I would, like I said, I love a new Rihanna song for the summer, and maybe I'll get one. But I also really love what she's doing, yeah, uh, with her businesses outside of that, and also because she's been doing it so well and so inclusively. Mm-hmm. That's a word. Yeah, she is. Well, is inclusively a word? It, well, I don't know if inclusively is, but she's done a really good job as far as like shade range is concerned with the makeup yeah. sizes with the lingerie the sizes is a little controversial oh i guess i wouldn't because know. right because it's not that the sizes isn't that the size range isn't good but it also doesn't go very far and then the designs are different for plus as opposed to mm. uh, straight size but she's also doing a better job than women who are like supposed to sell plus size clothes to plus size women. No shade. I ain't finna mention you hoes who are fucking up. So, you know, I'm one who's like, I'm kind of on the the border between straight size and plus size. So I don't really have these issues. But I follow a lot of girls who are bigger than me who are like, damn, Rihanna, we want the sexy bra with like the, the hearts over the nipples and everything, too. You know, we don't want the granny bra. So I Not hear those concerns. Bra. Yeah, it's like. Like she had for Valentine's Day, all this like ultra see, cute, like, real sexy. Yes, one. it was so fucking sexy, but it didn't come in plus. And like even at my smallest, I am still a plus in bras because I have massive titties. So, Oof. but anyway, like I feel like also Rihanna is that is a thing, but also just everything that Rihanna is putting out into the world as far as her music and then her empire, the makeup and everything. Like I'm just here for it. And I just want to see it continue to grow and prosper. Um, another woman doing something, uh, fun and big and new Sierra will apparently be doing some schooling at Harvard. She said on Instagram, Said on Instagram. I I'm sorry. Hate you. Everybody go to Harvard Business School. Is that what I you always dreamt of going to college, but by God's grace, my music career took me on a path that I'm so thankful for. This week, I got accepted into Harvard. Words cannot describe my excitement. Thank you, Anita Elbers, for a once in a lifetime opportunity to a, to attend Harvard BEMS. Why not her? Harvard I forgot what Bims. that stands for. Business, entertainment, music. Oh, something? okay. So everybody goes to that school. No shade. <laughs> Remember, know. Tyra got a degree from Harvard and got on Instagram <laughs> talking sad. about her degree from Harvard. And everybody was like, girl, Harvard Business School does not have the same requirements as Harvard. College. Yeah, a lot of people ate Sierra up for this, mostly <laughs> for her wording um, and being like accepted when apparently. You yeah, there's no application. Pay the money. Yes, you go and you go to Harvard right. for like a weekend right. and then you're done. It isn't an evaluation of your academic credentials. Right. And so it's kind of like y'all could just say I paid to go to Harvard Business School. I have this certificate or this degree from them. And that would be perfectly fine. The business of entertainment, media and sports. Right. And so, shit, I might go to Harvard Business. I might go to Harvard BIMS, but that don't mean I got accepted to Harvard or that I'm a Harvard graduate. It just it's like the implication behind it is it sounds Completely different, yes, than people yeah. who got a 18.4 GPA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Harvard right. was like, please come here. Like, I think Malia Obama got accepted to Harvard. Right. Like, I mean, and she's Malia Obama, so that's probably a bad example. But Yeah. But just, yeah, anybody who busts their ass and worked incredibly hard and got there due <laughs> to those legacy things. Because I could, your parents went to Harvard. They do legacy. So 
I could definitely see you reading that comment and being like, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> you know, like, it's well, like the up? people with PhDs and MDs and all that when somebody has a like an honorary doctorate. Oh, girl, they're so tired of the honorary <laughs> doctorate. Bitch, they hate it so much. Kia told me the dentists and the MDs and the PhDs are like, like the, you know, psychotherapists or whatever. They all constantly beefing. But the one topic they unite on is against the honorary doctorates. <laughs> and I am sorry to say that if any school ever gives me an honorary doctorate, I am absolutely 100% going to start calling myself Dr. Crystal West. And I need y'all to know that about me. <laughs> I need y'all to know that. I already claimed Kia's doctorate. I already claimed that. That's fair. I'd be like, we did that together. <laughs> we did not. I didn't type not one word. Not one. But still. Well, you know, I'm still um, excited for Sierra and the content flourish. And I mean, I'm just happy for Sierra based off her choice of baby daddy. My God, did you see them post on Future's birthday? Is that part of your lineup? Yeah, I'm going there next. Oh, okay, great. Um, So... Sierra, Sierra's baby future do just recently turned five, uh, and you know got loads of things. Yeah, love and attention first and foremost, <laughs> always. You know, so there were some, um, there were some <laughs> opinions. This is so funny about people and uh, their. <laughs> contributions to the young man's birthday now here first of all oh no wealth like wealth it's not it's no other word for what that photo is my word so they had like a a birthday party uh for future where was this i know she wished she had just named him zahir future you know his nickname Oh, she either calls him by his nickname or mm-hmm. calls him, you know, yeah. any other synonym for I would future. call him probably Zay Zay or something like that. Man, man. <laughs> Anything other than I'd call future. I like impending. But I did love that Russell put future Oncoming. in his post. Like, his name is future. I mean, that's and what I'm is. Still, and I'm that nigga's daddy at the same time. What his name is. You, But you are also daddy. Um. So let me, where, let me pull, pull up. Oh, this. Lord. Where is my Russell Wilson? Mm. But you don't waiting. want one. You know, he right. He, he waiting on me to stop being bitter. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I just don't want these niggas. They're a cute little selfie together here. Looks like they're going go-karting, which I would love. I haven't gone go-karting in ages. From the moment we came into each other's worlds to now, says Daddy Russ Russ. Five years later, you have changed. <laughs> you added that other Maybe Russ. Maybe you call him Daddy too or <laughs> co-daddy. He probably just call him Papa Russ when he's not at home and Daddy Honestly, when he is. He might just call them both Dad. Like kids are not like kids won't get as confused. I think by certain things right. as adults think that they will. But didn't he call himself Papa Russ in the? Yeah, I think I, I know like that. that we've heard him call him whatever he mm-hmm. calls him before. I just don't remember. Five years later, you have changed my life and my heart for the better. <laughs> you are the greatest gift I could have ever asked God for. I will always love you, guide you, teach you, and care for you. Happy fir- fifth. <laughs> Fifth birthday. Fifth. Happy fifth birthday, future I'm Papa asking. Russ loves you. Oh, and that's that's beautiful. It really is. Um, future also Ooh. posted. <laughs> I um, future senior also posted some things on his Insta. <laughs> he did. He did. Graham. He did for his son. <laughs> please, friend, please. <laughs> 
I, I can't do that. You can. You can talk about that that moment that the roly first hit my wrist. <laughs> you can talk about it. <laughs> so future senior bought future junior. I'll just call him Nady. Nady Navadius. Yeah. Um, he bought his son a Rolex for his fifth birthday. And his post on Instagram says it was something about that Roly when it first touched my wrist. And I love that he actually uh, gives Meek his he credit. He did, he did. He for, credited Meek, For being Meek, the yep. one to give to, for the quote. Um, lots of people. of Little Future looking at this watch like, hmm, not Paw Patrol, that's, but That's okay. a thing. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not so obviously you niggas on the internet ripped this to just the <laughs> finest shreds that you could possibly you know produce and um wow are y'all petty so Future also posted a separate photo after that I guess that when he realized that y'all were judging yeah, him yeah. on his insta story yeah, a lot we were judging a lot his his insta story caption says my twin made five today I pray you keep this smile in your face He's smiling in the photo. Okay, great. I pray the love in your heart stay safe. I pray God protect you from anything that will try to steal your happiness away. That's sweet. It is. So does that count? Twitter? Um. <laughs> then he had some messages for us on Twitter. Why? <laughs> Are you serious? How much you get paid a week for telling your business to social media? Well, we're not. I don't I don't actually tell my business social media, but I get paid I can probably figure it out. You want me to average it out? And I mean those I that do actually make a decent amount of no, money. No, they do. Uh, all they have to do is keep telling their business. Yeah, they just <laughs> but they do make money off of that. A lot of them paying their bills. A whole lot. Like, buying nice shoes. Millionaires actually. So, <laughs> so it's not exactly less noble than say being a mumble rapper who fucks a lot of women. These blogs should put y'all on payroll. Well, they, again, it's the thing payroll. that is happening. This happens a lot, a actually. Lot, yeah, so. You don't know this about like brands and reaching out to the people who run these giant You're on social blogs media. so much. You would right. And it. certain blogs get paid to not talk about certain people. Like, I don't, do you not notice? Working for free all day is slavery. Let's focus on uplifting. <laughs> Let's focus on uplifting each other for free of charge. If you really want to make a difference, keep them bad vibes to yourself. Love yourself first and be able to live with every decision you make with no excuses. I mean... Child, okay. Okay, so, right. Okay, nigga. <laughs> well, since when has Future been about positive vibes only? Right? <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> Can we do a mini interview with all your kids' mamas? Right. I would love to hear, you know, the six of them together having a conversation about you. Here's the thing. As far as like, I'm, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I get the judgment for the Rolex. <laughs> because he said, his son is Did you five. see the video where he was like, thanks. <laughs> I did not see that. It's a video of him giving them the Rolex and him being like, thanks. Like, I can tell it's nice, but I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> you know what? That nigga wanted some shoes that light up when he runs. <laughs> of dance okay for whatever re- like they want their kids to be like 
fly in their eyes. And so buy them whatever, especially expensive things when the child doesn't give. I mean, my daddy used to buy me watches and necklaces and gold bracelets and all that type of shit when I was probably around this age too. I remember my daddy got me like a gold chain, no, a bracelet that mm-hmm. like, I think it had my name or some shit on it um, when I was, ki- lost it the next day. <laughs> the next day. Yeah, nice things were very rarely purchased for me. So I don't, I get that it's like, it makes great memes. And I think that that's what a lot of the future Russell Sierra existence is yeah. online. And and I'm just like, eh. the thing is, it's, it's the juxtaposition between Russell's first post about future's birthday and future's first post about future's birthday. Right. It's like, had he come out the gate with, I hope the world never dims your light or changes your smile or anything like that. Niggas would have never done this. It's but almost, the very first post was about like materialistic bullshit. Like nigga, it's future. <laughs> right. But so that's why it's funny. That's why it's memes of like a real daddy versus a sperm donor and all this, because one of you is so fucked up. It is. It is. You know, it is definitely fucked up, but it is part of this social media media age and it is part of celebrity and the fact that people don't really know how to treat famous people yeah don't get me wrong i i get how all of that was just super meme worthy some years ago i laughed i laughed a lot i'm not gonna say it's not funny you know what i'm saying we tell jokes i'm not not knocking the humor especially with russell's hat (laughs) the create a legacy not a moment hat it was like he knew it was like he picked out that picture deliberately the only thing about it is that they still occasionally throw barbs at each other, mm-hmm. mostly the from hat. future side. But <laughs> it's like after a while, I start to feel like let them figure out how to raise this kid without. Mm-hmm. The, it's been five years. Like Sierra and Future ain't been together since yeah. Future got here. Right. So. And I, I mean, I definitely understand. Future Senior that. got like eight new siblings right. because Russell and Sierra have didn't, a daughter. Didn't Future just have a new baby mama? Future Senior got about, uh, he needed to just open an academy. Yeah, he got so many kids. The Umbrella Academy. And that just, oof. or the Lean Academy. I can't imagine having a nigga baby who told me he would not claim my child. I mean, unless, you know, I was me, a person who just wants to get pregnant. And doesn't really give a fuck about my child having another daddy. But this, I feel like on the one hand, niggas should just leave it alone. Because clearly Sierra and Russell have figured something out that works. And Future being whatever daddy he is, I feel like they got Future Junior regardless. But then on the other hand, it's like, of course people are going to talk about this relationship because of how famous y'all are. And because so much is performed on social media. Like Future Junior does not have an Instagram. You don't have to wish your child a happy birthday on Instagram. He's five years old, but it's put on Instagram because that's how we celebrate our kids in 2019. And so, of course, people are going to have this response to it. So I think what's really important is that Sierra and Russell are on the same page and that little future grows up understanding that he is famous, but also that he is a human being. It's like, girl, though, did you look at look at the, the, the materials in front of you? You know, did you look at Russell Wilson? Right. Look at Future. Mm-hmm. Everything about that tells me Absolutely. Russell is going to write 
a heartfelt poem. Mm-hmm. Not a poem. A poem. A poem. That's right. Get it okay. right. Okay. P-O-E-M. And, <laughs> <laughs> and future senior is going to buy his baby mm-hmm. one of those little miniature Rolls Royces yeah. and put a lyric underneath it. Yeah. This kid surely knows mm-hmm. that both of these niggas love him down. Right. How long is it funny? Right. I mean, I do believe truly that Navadius loves his son. I just also think that the fact that y'all chose to post what you posted about your child's birthday means niggas is Yeah, I get that there's no way around it. Yeah. Because it's just waiting to be made fun of. I, I, I totally understand what you're talking about, but I also think that is a perspective that is only shared by people who know what it's like for the rest of the world to be in your business. Maybe. I think it's very rare for people who don't know what it's like to be in the spotlight to share that point of view. I don't know. I think maybe as I'm getting older, I'm starting to look at things from a more human perspective and mm-hmm. I don't really give two shakes of a fuck about yeah. future personally or even as an artist, like some no, of the songs. No, I mean, but... I only care about the baby. <laughs> I only care about future and seeing them. <laughs> I just think like, how long can you exist having to hear about this nigga's other daddy <laughs> that yeah. people are saying he likes more than you. Right. And to be honest with you, I hope Future Senior is in some form of therapy. Not because of this. You gotta be fucking joking me. I know you wish it, but I know you don't think it. Oh, I don't think it. I don't. I didn't say <laughs> think, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay, no, I don't. You definitely said, said hope. hope. <laughs> I would like... That people don't hope, we wish. Because I feel like, my God, he's got work to do outside of all of this other shit. Because the way that he talks really? about women, it's the way that he wretched. talks about materials, and not just on songs. Wretched. I'm talking about women life. that are currently gestating kids he put into a right. home that he knows personally <laughs> and just like talks about them like they're gerbils or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Remember, he's the originator of I'm Good, Love, and Joy. Well, he did a lot for the internet in that <laughs> He regard. did a lot for the internet with I'm Good, Love, and Joy. And also, in that particular incident, that was loved it. Well. Yeah, that was fine. That was great. I'm like, sis, did you think you were getting flued out to see Future for any other reason than pussy? That was such an Iyanla response. Yeah. That's exactly what Iyanla would have told him to respond. Uh, I just, you know, as always, my concern is the kids and that they are well adjusted and ready this to handle This child them. is ear to ear smiling. He is. His He's face so is painted. Doesn't give a fuck about this Rolex. But you never, I mean. Thanks. <laughs> sometimes you got clothes as a kid or like. Oh God, my mama, the queen of socks. Everybody said, Ooh, hey, her go ain't Connie. I know I got socks for Christmas. <laughs> And you did. You got socks for Christmas. If you were not like me, a child that loved books, maybe you got a book and it was like, thanks. You know, this is got a Rolex. That's a pretty great thing. I did not give a fuck about clothes. Give me every electronic, every book, Down. every toy. But I don't give a fuck about this fucking dress you bought me, girl. I don't care. <laughs> When my dad used to give me chains and shit like that, I'll be like, "What?" No, like, I see, don't that did not care about. Maybe this. that's a Jamaican thing because my parents were no. like, "You know what you can have? Not a goddamn thing." Mm-mm. No, I think some daddies just really like for the, again their kid to be fly and whatever daddy, their eyes oh, are. I don't want to be rude, but like, did he grow up poorer? Like, does he want? 
it to be like my child is better off because Jamaica. I'm better off. Yeah. Okay. All oh, right. That's why. We, that's why I'm so addicted to video games because my dad bought us every game all mm. of the time. Because for video games, for him, was closing your eyes and using your imagination. And I mean, like older. So like video games weren't even oh, yeah, a thing until my daddy was like thirty or something. Right. So we we don't do that. You know, but. Being someone or from some place, yeah, where you have next to nothing, where you grow up, and yeah. then you have kids, and you have the ability to give them all of these things that you didn't have yet. That's and what you it just is. want to, yeah. And maybe you really, really, really wanted a bad ass chain when you were mm-hmm. like thirteen and you couldn't afford it, so you're like, "I'm getting my kid a bad ass chain," yeah. and then your kid is me, and your kid loses that bad ass chain care, the yeah. very next day. See, that's why it's just so important to do stuff for your kids based off what they need, and not Can you buy me another piece of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever bought me anything that nice, but I did lose a couple of flutes. Which oh, are, well, you needed your ass handed. Actually, because... she did get my ass beat. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I got my ass beat, the second time, it came out my check and I had to pay for it. Ooh. I lost two flutes. Just lackadaisical. You know, I used to lose textbooks. Oh, no. I never did. I used to I never leave textbooks somewhere else in the school or some shit like that. <laughs> care who cares history and didn't um speaking of babies trey songs has one. Oh yeah i saw that post of him holding that little baby foot would you like to know how i found out that trey songs has a baby niggas was mad somebody sent me a dm <laughs> and she said hey uh fury can you do me a favor and find out who trey songs baby mama is and talk about it on the show thanks so much guys bye <laughs> Are we the like the number one ladies detective agency or something? How I was like, sure, let me call him, girl. I'll just go and ask them. <laughs> People think that because we knew about Drake's baby mama being pregnant, they think that but we. That's because get- it was on the internet. Yeah, but people did not. They did not believe it, and then we said it, and then like three weeks later, it was like ultra confirmed, and they were like, "Oh, Kiff, you and Crystal know who everybody baby is." We know more about this nigga's baby than we do Adonis. What happened? What for me, when I heard about this news, when I saw this picture, I thought, oh, so now I understand why him and Lori Harvey broke up. Because he had a baby on the fucking way. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. that's my even... That was my first thought. Because I remember that was the last time I heard Trey Song's name in connection with Lori Harvey. And everybody was like, why is Lori, v. Har- Lori Harvey bouncing from nigga to nigga? But like, why not? <laughs> why <laughs> not? Know. Do you know what I look like? Do you know who I am? I don't know anything about Lori Harvey besides the fact that she too is a Meek Mill lyric. He has her on his wish list. I mean, and that's that. So, um, yeah, the baby's name is Noah. Trey. Oh, Noah. Trigger Trey Tremaine introduced him <laughs> to really? to the internet with a little photo of him. I mean, he's quite perfect. Oh my god! Look at his little face. He's literally just perfect. Oh my God, that is the cutest little nugget. His little bear onesie. Oh, so his baby mama is black, amen. I mean, you can assume that. Uh, She may not be. She may have a tan. Uh, you're right, but that may be pretty dark to be fresh out the womb. Normally normally they're a born light and then darken up. That's true. So if that's him fresh out the womb, then amen. 
Um, he said, my son Noah, we are blessed and overjoyed. Peace. I live. Me like, too. This nigga said, uh, my son, we are blessed and overjoyed. <laughs> we. Peace. So leave us alone. Done. This is everything. <laughs> that nigga was like, oh, hey, girls, mind your business. But case you wanted to know let me get to you girls before the blogs do i have a baby he's perfect having a blast with it bye well i mean of course the blogs are gonna have an issue because all these girls out here wanted to be trey song's baby mama so a lot of them are hurt and letting out their emotions but this is you know you can still be his baby mama Right. Who said you're not just not the first baby mama? But that's what I was like two or three or seven. I'm sure, Trey's got loads of sperm. Lots of dick. Lots lots and dick. That too, hopefully. (laughs) But this is beautiful. Congratulations to Trey Songs and whoever his baby mommy is, I don't even know. None of us do. Um but And I love her too, because mama is somewhere like chilling. As soon as these stitches heal up, bitch, I'm going shopping. I'm not saying nothing to nobody. Woo. Amen. These niggas are so lucky. They really are. I would absolutely be that bitch who just has no information for anybody. I don't know what you're talking about as I'm pushing my baby through Whole Foods or whatever. The whole baby thing is just like, I saw a thread on Twitter the other day where some man was upset because um, he got a girl pregnant. She wanted to have an abortion. He didn't. And so she agreed to carry the baby to term, but the agreement was that she would give birth and give the child to him. And so as soon as she gave birth to the baby, she signed over all her rights and she pays 125% of her court ordered child support. She pays all of it plus an extra 25%. Why? Just so that she don't have to see that man or that child. She literally gave that baby away and said, never contact me again. She got tummy tuck, liposuction, all that shit. And she was going about her day as a bitch who she calls herself an egg donor. And I was like, I truly wish I could find a nigga who was like, let me get you pregnant and give you 125% of child support and never speak to you again. That's honestly the dream. Why can't I have that in my life? (laughs) I need it. I need a baby daddy who will just give me money and a baby and never speak to me again. But yeah, you know, it's wild. So we're good luck finding a nigga that's not that control. No, that's not going to happen. But uh, shout out to Trey Songs. You know, this is great. Congratulations. And the baby is so adorable. Oh my God. Um, so some not so great news out of the Wendy Williams divorce drama, apparently. Um, Wendy's husband, Kevin, and their 18 year old or I think he's 19 Kevin Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, got into like a physical altercation outside of a store uh, I think this morning so <laughs> reportedly the they got into an argument over this whole divorce drama and the side chick and him probably having this new sibling and there's also claims that Kevin Sr. is accusing Wendy of brainwashing him because, you know, the you know, the ancient daddy always claims always. that mama is brainwashing this child because you're old enough to know that that nigga ain't shit. And you're okay. saying it out loud. Because at 19, no, you understand what's going I on. I just know that you're a horrible individual for them. Right. Nobody's brainwashing me. I just know. I can see and hear. Right. Um... So, yeah, they say that he, uh, Kevin put, Kevin Senior, Kevin Senior put his son into a headlock at some point. Oh, my God. Allegedly to, I guess, uh, try to prevent him from 
beating his dad's ass. I mean, um, understandable. There's also a note here that Kevin Jr. did get a punch to the face um, that connected for for his mission there in the fight. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Kevin Jr. punched his dad in the face. Yeah. According to this. Good. Um, and they arrested the kid. <gasps> no. His daddy pressed charges? He's not going to really press charges. No. I, I'm assuming because it was a fight in public. That's how that whole thing Police happened. Police were summoned. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> Kevin Sr. did reportedly say, I love my son very much and I will not be pursuing this matter legally. Things are not as not as always. Things are not why does it say this? Things are not as always as they appear. Because you know problem. niggas don't care. Niggas be typing whatever. Um, so yeah, that really Ooh. makes my heart hurt just because on one end, from the outside of a situation that ain't none of my real business, mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate to know that the kid mm-hmm. is being affected this way and there's no way around it you know what i'm saying but you're old enough you're wise enough you're aware enough and it's bad enough that it's all on social media all of the time people who don't even know who you are talking to you and probably even have the boldness to ask you about it and things like that so i can imagine and that just to me is really unfortunate however i also feel that if i were in this position as the son mm-hmm. i'll absolutely haul off and punch my daddy right that's honestly that's my thing like without telling too much of my own business i have been in this situation before where it was like i'm literally going to beat somebody's ass behind my mama and of course niggas are not gonna press charges because they know ultimately they are in the wrong yeah so i feel like if you're if your child at 19 years old works up the nerve to punch you in your fucking face it's because you deserved it it's because you deserved it you did something or you did multiple things and it all like compounded into this one moment so i just hate that it had to like play out in front of the rest of us because there's already so much shit surrounding wendy but also wendy williams has been a shit stirrer for her entire career so it's you know there's only so much that can go but i mean who i really feel for who i really feel for in this situation is kevin jr i think you know i hope he has access to some quality therapy because he's gonna need it his daddy is trifling as hell to the motherfucking tea and i don't know about him but i am a mama's boy listen same <laughs> okay i am also a mama's boy i'll place even for my daddy d- listen i will place a bullet in your ears nose and throat i don't <clears throat> play about either one of I'm them a whole ENT. but i'm a huge mama's boy so i don't give a fuck even if it is my daddy that done pissed her off we have to fight. You can get it. You literally can get it behind my mama. <laughs> we just simply have to fight. I, hope you I can simply stay out of just arguments that ain't none of my business. Yeah. But you cheating on my mother. If you put your hands on my mama. Putting your hands on my we mother. We literally have to fight. Like I'm, and I'm not fighting to fight. I'm fighting to kill. Yeah, that's that. So it's for the best that I don't fight. <laughs> you know, the Lord has saved me many times. I'm yeah. just leave it at that. Because it was many times that I wasn't, I wasn't showing up to fight. I was showing up to murder. Yeah. And the Lord said, if you don't bring your stupid ass back over here. <laughs> so prayers for everybody involved, man. That's just ugly. Yeah. And it just sucks that niggas suck so much and they can ruin everyone's lives. Like, sir, how dare you? How dare you? You have a whole nother young ass bitch and a whole nother motherfucking baby. How dare you? 
Men really are just brainwashing. Who sis? Like huh. I just know that you suck. Ciao. Um, Too many futures. Not enough. Not enough devals. The vow gonna be like, I love future. Don't say that. <laughs> You're allowed to like that nigga's music. You don't have to like his choices. Right. Okay. Jump in. Oh, Foxy Brown got booed off of the stage at the dungeon. Ooh, I saw work. that. What the fuck was that about? You ain't shit. I mean, I can't. I just... Fuck, man. I haven't even heard about Foxy Brown performing anywhere in a man. while. It's been a while. And Candy Booked her to perform this welcome... Welcome <laughs> to the dungeon. Welcome, welcome. Welcome me, welcome you. One thing about that Candy Burris is she'll flip something into a business and just see how much money it'll make. And apparently True. it makes a coin. Because the girls were at... The Welcome to the Dungeon show. Now, I heard, um, you know, Dustin was there. Of course. Dustin was there. I think Drew went. The two of you are just, y'all are just. I didn't go. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, because you and Dustin be like peas in a motherfucking pot. But of I course. I was in Miami. Right. Of course, Dustin went. This is right up his alley. So I heard that, first of all, uh, Foxy was completely out of sync with the backing track that was playing, which personally <laughs> I attributed to her hearing loss. Like, doesn't she not. Right. Isn't this she is like she deaf in one ear? She has some sort of hearing, hearing issues. Ear, yeah. Whatever. So I'm like, okay, Damn, let's maybe give her rough. a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hold on. But then I also heard that she kept cutting the music off to freestyle. Oh, so like, no. finally, <laughs> when some people were really starting to get into it, then she's like, cut that shit off. I'm going to hit them with a freestyle that nobody knows or understands. Yeah, and that's when they that. started her booing, booing her off. But then I'm like, well, maybe if she couldn't hear the backing track, then that's why she wanted... <laughs> right. I'm being serious. Like, right. maybe that's why right. she wanted to just turn it off so that she could just, just rap. Just Remember when they it. fucked up Beyonce's lights and she said... Somebody's getting fired. Do I remember? <laughs> Maybe oh, that's no. what Foxy wanted to say, but she couldn't. Who knows? So she was just like, cut the shit off. I'm just gonna fucking freestyle since you niggas can't get it together. Eventually, somebody literally came and got her. Well, you know, amen. literally came and got her Woo! and pulled her off of the stage. That's too much. Candy came out and was like, nah, y'all can't do my girl like that. And they just booed her. No, yeah. They Candy just, too? Oh, well, I mean, I think that Candy caught the brunt of uh, Foxy's leftover booing. Okay, so... Or maybe it was in response to her demanding that they let her <sighs> her girl get her shit off on the stage. So, like, my thing is, I'm trying to be, like, real Christian and diplomatic about this, but facts are facts. In 2019, niggas are not buying tickets to see Foxy Brown. Mm. That's just a hard truth. I mean, it's not a Foxy Brown show. I don't even know if you know... Like who's on the bill the you night of? You know I don't. You know I, I mean don't. not us personally. Oh. I'm saying the ticket goers, our ticket purchaser. <laughs> like I'm sure it's maybe someone. Is it like a surprise? Did they know Foxy was coming yeah, out? Okay. Did, was there like a flyer that was posted on the Instagram that day that's like, hey, and tonight Foxy Brown is going to be coming out or whatever? Because 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying to me, even if I were in the audience, I probably would have just suffered through it if I wasn't having a good time. Because yeah. the first thing I would have thought of if she was off sync with the backing track is maybe she can't hear it. Hell, people who don't yes. have hearing loss or right. hearing issues sometimes get Frequently. off sync with their stuff yeah. because they can't fucking hear it. Right. So, And that would be like for me as an artist, if I was a performing artist, that would be like the worst shit. I cannot hear my fucking beat and so I cannot stay on it. I don't know where to be. And y'all just looking at me like, why this bitch ain't rapping? At least she can rap and she's an icon and for being able to rap and yeah, understand the words that are coming out of true. her face. Yeah. So, Sucks Foxy. I think that she actually has a new song coming out. I heard a clip of it and it sounded good up until the point where she started calling people Batiman. Uh, so, I guess I'll just... You know, keep living as a gay. <laughs> Go ahead and do that, because, you know. Standing no up faves. until the point. Ain't no faves. Um, and she looks like afterwards behind the stage, she wasn't sweating it. She looked like she was having a good time. So, I mean, I'm assuming I mean, that's too. because she got paid either right. way. The check clears regard. I'll never forget. <laughs> anyway, no, that don't need to be said. But yes, the check clear regardless. Well, there's another <laughs> show to consider ticket insurance for. Don't say, please don't say, uh, fucking. And Trina man. wasn't there. Uh, G2B? No. B2K. G2B. You <laughs> thought it was got, got to, to be, be real? real. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> you know, they say Raz B was going, um. I did think of got to be real. <laughs> Raz B was going crazy because Jay Bilk was picking on him. Is that true? I don't know if it's true or not, but it's been implied. Jay, okay, so I don't really know who They say that, that Jay Boog, the one that I said is the finest one. Oh, right, is, right, right. That he was like fucking with Raz B over the whole I don't feel safe thing. There was like a signing or something that they did where Jay Boog was wearing an I don't feel safe shirt. See, why would you do that? To fuck with him, I That's guess. That's very fucking rude. Why would you want to fuck with your bandmate or groupmate? Because they don't fucking like each other, sis. They're doing this for the money. I didn't know that. I didn't know they didn't like At each other. At least when Escape was on tour, Candy... <laughs> During the last song, Candy was in the bus. Like, <laughs> I'm not even walking off stage with you bitches. I hate you. You wow. hate me. We are not a happy family. And you can suck my dick. <laughs> I was trying to finish the Barney right, song. Right, no, I get it. But, <laughs> but uh, you know. You know, I, I guess I'm going to just thank God that the need for a check is not that bad yet. So I have to go on stage with somebody I literally despise. I just have to praise God that it's not that bad. Because if my group mate was making fun of me, like, and not just making fun, but going so far as to wear a t-shirt, like mocking my pain or whatever, that would be a, an absolute no-go for me. Like, I'm just not going on stage. I'm not going to be disrespected like that. But I'm also not in whatever position they are in, so... It's sad. It's unfortunate, I guess. But, you know, I didn't really give a shit about B2K knowing all y'all said the show was just as good without, what's his name? Jay Money? All right. So that was Hot Tops this week. What's his name? What's his fucking name? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Jay Money? Jay Jay Boogie. Jacaris? Jacar. No, it's not that. What is their fucking names? It's Jay something. And then somebody else, and then Omarion, and then Lil Fizz. What's that other one? Is and you Jay- only know their names because they were just on Love with Hip Hop. You right. What's the other one? Jay something. And then what's the other one? God damn it. God damn it. You just said it. Why don't you just make up names like I did for the girls on Star? I th- feel like I just did. I mean, well, yeah, but like. <laughs> Jaborgadon? You have to use the tone as if you know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. So and just say anything. It's, first of all, it's clearly B2K, Boys to Kings. 
Wait, isn't that right? Isn't it Boys to Kings? I think that's what it stands okay, for. Okay, shout out to me. It's Omarion Little Fizzard. Oh, it means Boys of the New Millennium. Oh, yeah, 2K. <laughs> like, why 2K? Wow, throw okay. bike. Boys of the Millennium. Actually, Boys to Kings is better. but I like that much better. Right, because it's kind of like Boys to Men, and then it's not so, like, tied to a specific period in time, but whatever. <laughs> um, okay, great. The read will be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truth. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. You know what's so wild is last time y'all were here, he had told me about y'all. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, they mm-hmm. sound cool. A straight couple, what? And you like them? <laughs> these people? You know, but I didn't really like know y'all like that. So yeah. I've been following y'all over Instagram over the past several months. And I am in love with the brand. I oh, just no, have to thank say, you, thank you. the thank videos you. are hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. I be the one where the baby slapped the phone out your hand. That's Cairo. <laughs> Kyra, when I tell you, I ran that video back 28 times. (laughs) The nigga's bad. (laughs) The nigga's bad, you know. Just for reference, if y'all haven't seen this video. It's so funny. Kids got snitched on. A straight snitch. Kadeem was asleep on the couch with the babies. So you know when mommy is asleep, right. daddy don't be giving up. That means <laughs> bedtime is postponed. Yes. So good. Every time. 
Mommy has not said we have to go to bed, so what's the problem? What's the problem? Daddy was saying. We're not allowed. Let me tell you. You cannot even script that. You cannot script that. Everybody has to go to bed. Can they just hide a Just my eyes is just closed. I know it was Nate because I was trying to get some ass. And I was like, yo, I figured. 9.30 niggas is still up? Oh, nah. I was like on my third dream, like, oh shit, what time is it? Oh my God, we got to get these kids in bed. You instantly went into mom mode. Though. You did. But the funny like, thing come is, on, scoop come them on. kids up. <laughs> come on. Yeah. So that won't even let me rest though and say, you know what, I'm gonna get the boys in bed and then try to like no. <laughs> Instead, you want to incite a riot, wake me up like, can you out. sleep? Are you up? Come on. So you telling me I don't put the boys to bed? I'm not saying that, but in that moment particularly, mm, yeah. you could have totally, if that's what you wanted, with some ass. <laughs> what okay. you could have yeah. did was get but the boys in bed quietly. Right. Let me get my little power nap because you know I need it. You and right. then, you know. But I kind of wanted to watch you with them little red shorts on you had on. Oh, true. So I just wanted true. to watch you walk Those away. Everything is about perspective. That's yes. exactly. Everything is about perspective. I was like, oh no, she was for real sleep. No, like, no. She was no, for I real was sleep, sleep on that couch. <laughs> and mad at how I woke up till she was mad. You got that goddamn camera on my face. First no, thing no. I wake up. Mid drool and shit. I was like, just wipe my face off real quick. I can tell the Cairo. younger boys like really stand for their older brother because oh, yeah. they absolutely copy they do. All, everything, everything he does. Whatever. What, he is like that man yes. in their eyes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I love that. Yes. It's so cute to watch the three it of them is interact. It's it like is. ducklings. Once I don't got to say nothing to all of them. I believe your Jackson time for bed. The minute he get up and start moving, Cairo just get up, start moving, mm-hmm. Kaz follow. So for me, it's easy. <laughs> Kaz is speaking. Yeah. Kaz yeah. has multiple teeth. Yeah. <laughs> multiple. What? I don't know what's happening. So much that this nigga's biting everybody. He's <laughs> ready. If his brother got him wow. in the chokehold, he is ready to bite to get himself out. I legit, yeah. it was like yesterday, I remember y'all talking about getting Cairo to walk and getting mm-hmm. Cairo to start speaking. You'll have a few now he's cussing people out <laughs> and running. I mean, shit. <laughs> 2, 2.5 seconds ago, I was in my bedroom in a pool. <laughs> in labor pushing right. cats out yeah like yep. in the water you and know no. so fast. and here we are like he is talking now. whole words whole words it happened fast you know? <laughs> I love it so it's so great Kadeen and Val are back we're gonna talk about a lot of of things that y'all have been the mix mm-hmm. uh, we're going to go through some of your letters and judge y'all hopefully give you something <laughs> yeah. that you can judge take. you all together I mean, you know, I'm with it with I'm all for the judge I'm with it y'all been traveling a whole lot oh yes. god Oh, yes, Kadeen, weren't you just honored so, at an event in so D.C.? So much. I was all over the place. So much that my skin was starting to act up. I was like, what's with this child? I couldn't tell. I saw the picture you just right. posted Where asking how in the fuck do you have exactly. a nerve like, to look girl, so good. I actually don't even want to hear it, Kadeen. Like, Tell her again, because I, I got to hear this shit. Oh, was that the mom friends, the black I dress? Actually, I was at the mom friends. Yes. Yes, out in D.C. Over good. 500 black and brown mamas together loving on each other and talking oh, about everything mom and that. kids and spouse and sex and all that so it was great she looked like the like, secretary of state for Wakanda I, just, I, mean, like, I mean she was just I was channeling that so I appreciate that she realized okay. it yeah. just yeah. Done. you looked very regal you looked diplomatic you. you looked very DC it came together yes. I was like let me find this building that looks like the White House and stand up in front of it and I yes. told my I told my manager I was like take that low angle so you know you catch me up high type you know <laughs> <laughs> but it was now. no it was great it was great to just be around so many women who are 
experiencing the same things that I am. Mm-hmm. We're going through the same shit at the same time. And you just feel like you're that much less crazy because devout me trying to make me feel like I'm crazy. And I know I'm not I crazy. I don't ever try to make you feel like you're crazy. That's a I, damn lie. That's not no, true. I Actually, I listened lie. to the podcast, devout You said you love okay. when Kadeen is crazy. I do. That's what you said. So you do this shit on purpose. You, that's what you said. That's what you said. This is the most <laughs> open, standing, and positivity I've ever witnessed for you set to a straight man. Right? I don't like straight men. This is Why not? You. Come but on. But you did though. say that like we a You're time. a unicorn of your Let's kind. Let's not do We're having a good what's, time. I don't understand what's wrong with straight black men. There's nothing wrong. I mean, it's not, just not you in particular. You. I think she right, likes we're not talk- you. Right. You I appreciate are, that. Yes. I appreciate this that. This is a straight man that I can have a conversation <laughs> with. It's rare. So, but I'm just saying, you did say on dead ass that you like making Kadena look crazy because it turns the sex up. That's the best. He feels the benefits of it. Yeah. Yes. And you know what's when been happening angry, lately? Squeeze a little tighter. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that internal squeeze. Oh. I just yeah. watched you today, uh, <laughs> Deval, on on this new Netflix show. It's Bruno. Yes. Um, episode yes. two specifically was the first yes. one that I saw you on. Yes. Yeah. Where yeah, you looked yeah. a lot like me, getting very high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discussing yeah. dog shit. With he didn't really have to, didn't really I have to my pull inner kid too much. Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I had to you didn't have that. to pull too much for that. That didn't require too many chops. But you're saying I get shot. high a lot. Damn. I don't get high a lot. I never said a lot, but you perfected the moments that you do get high. So it was very realistic. Man. Yes. You know, I was watching in the back in Video Village while he was filming because I was key here and makeup on the project. So yes. that was interesting to have my boo on set. Yeah. You know. Watch him spruce him up and go and watch, watch him work. You know, watch him. You know, that was a turn on. Keeping an eye. Was it? It was. You know, I, I saw you standing on your Insta story. I love that both of y'all like put each other on display. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and are just like openly going up for one another. It's just yes. a beautiful thing. It's, it's, got yes. to. If you ain't gonna stand for the person you got to spend the rest of your life with, who gonna stand for them? No, like, realistically, it's crazy. It's no. my life partner, yo. Absolutely. And I feel like so many of our hopes and dreams individually have become the others. So it's uh, like I'm rooting for him, yeah. and he's rooting for me. And uh-huh. you know, we've heard in the past about people who are in the same industry and they're being like competition or jealousy yeah, right. like within their relationship yeah within right. their relationship and I was just like why yeah. like we all went in it's the same pot right. it's the same Ain't American the Express same card like <laughs> I mean the same pot the thing is, is you. I know you take it to American Express God <laughs> damn it you spend money and I love that story as well let me well. tell you the bags is coming into the same account so <laughs> and you gonna spend you all win, of them yes. huh? and you so win, the debits I are win. coming out of you the see, same account as see, well exactly you see this so she's standing for me so she can spend more money and don't clock my shit neither look Look, you see what, what I go? Listen, you see what I go through? Listen, no. See what I go through? I mean, all I see is a off. helpmate. All I see is somebody That's all I'm who here is for. helping your life run smoothly. Thank you, Crystal, because the way I see it yes. is that he goes out, does what he got to do. I make home nice and cushy and stuff for him to be able to produce mm-hmm. when he's supposed to produce. I thought so, you say produce more real. children. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, if we talking probably about working production, on that too. If I mean, we talking about production. See, kid, I thought you was on my side. No, I just no. really feel like girl Ellis is next. I do feel, okay, we can put that on the back burner. Oh, I don't know. You know, Caribbean women always pull out push out three of the same gender <laughs> and back then, to back and then and it's then the next, next one it's exactly. always is that what it is how many yes. women you know from the just... islands have three back to back girls or three back to back boys bomb. and then boom the next one goes. is the Damn. other I'm gonna have to I'm see the statistics wow. let me see the statistics that we yeah. might be don't need no statistics you just know the that's the statistics right there statistics there go the statistics don't need no motherfucking statistics do y'all have like a do you guys have like a set process for when you know that you have to go on the road 
or that when y'all is gonna be uh, busy for like how to hold everything down and where the kids are gonna be and all of that or I mean, yeah because I know like it can get sort of no, it's a lot spontaneous so yeah, I just calls my mother fast. like anytime I leave the state <laughs> the next thing I know my kids is at my mom's yeah. house I was like yeah man where is you didn't you have yeah I'm gonna spend time with the boys but let I'm me tell you XYZ. something let me tell you something next thing no, you know no. they're at my parents house and now it's gallivanting the streets come on come on first of all I never gallivant <laughs> I don't do that if anything I'm at home smoking but, um, at least he gets rid of the kids before I'm he not you take the kids to your mom and so you can smile I yes. would I don't yes. hear the problem she, I, I, I deserve I that what your mother put me through what your mother put me through when we were dating your no. mother did, I, I deserve like to have need, my own time you acting like you need uh, reparations for that shit that was so long I ago I do like, need reparations stop. yo my nigga your mother was the meanest person <laughs> ever, son. The meanest person ever. She definitely We didn't talk was. for two years. People don't even know there was two years when we were yep. in college. I did not go by he her He did not come house. to my house. He did not <laughs> I would to drop her at the door and peel out. <laughs> and I would be like, Peace. Ma, like, can't you be nice? And she'd be like, Kadeen, you could have walked in here with Jesus Christ himself. And I would not care. Uh, that, well, facts. So with then. her very stush yes. Jamaican accent, yes, you could have walked in here with Jesus Christ Himself. Oh my himself, God. himself. Yeah, there's no drop H. the H. Right. <laughs> himself. I love it. You know, so I, and I understand Listen, it now it as a parent. Was, yeah. I understand <laughs> as a parent, but now you a grandparent, so you can take my kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't ass. imagine. Right, I was about to say, I can't imagine that grandma's Bring like, babies. That's right. all she wants, y'all. She will That's never turn them away. Wants, right. My mother actually low key like hates when anybody else watches the kids. Ooh, so wait. if I ever say that I'm taking low key, them to like high key, high key, I would be <laughs> that grandparent too. Yo, <laughs> they take them to my in laws or anybody she else. She'll wait, be where they going? Oh, they going at my parents? Me like, okay, mm. have you heard from the kids? Like, mm. yeah, have you, you, you know about? Have you heard from the kids? I'm like, yeah, they have, have they FaceTime you to let you You're know sure that they ate today? Because, oh right. God. You know, she never have no food over there. <laughs> yes. And, like, and then, I, then I'm about to cook no more. Yeah. So. I'd be like, I would be the same way. Super petty oh my grandpa. God. She calls petty, me. She calls shady. me. Hey, hey, hey. You know, I'm wondering, you know, how the kids. Oh, I can bring them by. <laughs> you don't, don't, don't got to wonder. wonder. <laughs> Here they go. But you know what annoys me when I travel and... um. Deval has the kids. I will go out of my way before I leave to make sure like all the ducks are in a row. Mm -hmm. Everybody's bags are packed. There's food. There's fruits. (laughs) There's this. There's that. I know what kid like what snacks. And then I come home and all the shit is there just like I left it. So I was like, what was the whole point of me even doing that when you just send the kids anywhere and all my hard work just sits there and rots in the fridge? I'll give you a perfect example. That's so annoying I'll give you a perfect example. Don't do that shit no more. I'm going to give you a perfect example. When you leave to go shopping, I lay out a budget. I make sure all the ducks oh, are in a row. I make sure that there's a limit on American Express card. Then you come back and all the shit is in my house. Shut up, shut up. That's apples and oranges, okay? It's not apples and oranges. Yeah, it's, it's apples, apples and, and apple not. cider. I just think it speaks to how so people who have such different styles of doing stuff, and y'all talked about this on your podcast, how you have different approaches to life and parenting and everything else, and yet you make it work for yeah. the two of you as a unit and then for your family as as a whole and I just think that is so beautiful because clearly Kadeem was like my way is superior I'm really? going to prepare things down to the letter so That's that all thought. this man have to do <laughs> is just 
do like I would do. Exactly. It's laid out. And just meanwhile, exists. DeVal was like, mommy not here. So. <laughs> no. Every man for she himself. Not here. And she not and here. she not He's here. He's legit like every man for himself. I say the same thing to the kids when they come up to me. Honey, what are we have for lunch? Because mommy normally makes, I'd be like, hush. She not here. You want to eat these pancakes again. 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 Until they go. Yes. Again. That's what Literally. you're going to have. Eggs, Literally. bacon, pancakes. Prime example. I went to D.C. on a Friday. Had an early train. I spoke to him on a Saturday evening. The kids still had on the pajamas they had on from like oh Thursday night. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Why are we going to waste laundry? Oh, my God. They didn't go nowhere. Like, DeVal, you did oh not give God. the kids a bath and change their clothes. <laughs> they don't They don't work out. It was good. <laughs> they, they don't even sweat. They two and one. They don't, they don't sweat. Like, I smell their armpits. They good. <laughs> Seriously? Nope. They ain't got no testosterone yet. And let me tell you, Cairo has finally got the potty down. Okay. Number one. Congratulations. Number two, he's working on it. But the wiping situation? Yeah, that's a struggle. Let me tell you about the skid marks, <laughs> oh, okay? No. That's a struggle. Skid <laughs> marks. So I was like, Deval, you could have totally gave Deval, uh, Jack, uh, Cairo a bath because I know he got some crumbs up in there no, that you need to wash. He yeah. didn't have none. I threw the underwear out. That's, that's I wiped not... them up. Now he's throwing away he underwear. <laughs> Don't talk to me about budgets no more. When I go out there and have to buy a ton of Paw Patrol and Blaze underwears, don't talk to me about it. It don't matter how much away. underwear you buy, it will not equate to what you spend on shoes. They're beautiful shoes, though. Right. Thank In you. all fairness. Did you see the shoes I mean, she had on at the damn mom friend? Yes. I sure did. Oh. I said, oh my I God. Damn. Yes. yes. I, I mean, that's an investment. Underwear. It's you an see? investment. It was. And they were. <laughs> well well Y'all are the worst right <laughs> now. Well I mean, I'm just calling it as I see it. They look so good on her, and she's so gorgeous that it's like, I can't be mad this is my that last you time spent the money on this. This is my last I can't be mad because it's like, girl, you wear it well. You pull it off. Like, why do you deserve those things? Thank you. I receive that. In the name of Jesus. Girl, you gestated and gave birth to three human beings. Soon four. I get get all the shoes I want. I I get every shoe I want, nigga, for the rest of my day. There's no rationale behind that. There's no rationale behind that. If I have a girl, then I'm going to have to share my, my, like, Mad money with you know her? you're not gonna share. It's you're gonna all hers. Wa- you, you're gonna want to. If you have it's a little no girl, shine. you it's actually gonna be that much worse for him because no, you're gonna I, be you out there right. going times in. two. Yeah, I will not care. I will work my fingers to the bone. If I have a little girl, she will be the most spoiled little girl. Wow. I, know, I swear, she won't even walk till she like eight. I'm gonna carry her everywhere. <laughs> Sir. I'm gonna carry her everywhere. I'm gonna put needs. rose petals in front of her as she walks <laughs> and starts to walk and be like, "Yo, this is your dad. You're Whoever you dating not- after this, better be able to do this." You're the boy's so gonna obnoxious. be like, but "We never got." We don't. I'm gonna say, "Shut up! Throw these rose petals in front of your sister." <laughs> All right? Nobody ever. Nobody offered to carry me. Jack's gonna be like, "I walked immediately." No. I Absolutely. Gotta, I gotta parent them differently. They boys. They, they gotta be tough. They gotta be strong. And you don't know. Nah, they good because they're not gonna so. have no kids. What? My daughter, my daughter, ultimately at some point is gonna have a baby, so she's gonna have to be used to being pampered. And what if she doesn't want to have kids? I mean, if she don't, then she don't. But I'm gonna prepare her that if she chooses that she wants to be with someone who wants to have kids, this is how you need to mm-hmm. be taken care of. You my boys I, ain't got that. Y'all gonna have to break y'all backs to pre- to prepare for somebody else. I see you acting like Kadeen's mama did when y'all first started dating. No question. We got here, baby. Right. I'm, no question. With my mom, but you, you no question. Way. It's not worse. I'm not shading your mother. I'm just saying that she was hard to deal with. But mm-hmm. I did say I understand. I'm a parent now. Uh, Nobody's walking into my house for my son's 
on my daughter Amen. and getting a pass. That's not no, happening. Absolutely. Not because think about how hard we work to build everything we have. Think about that. You no, think I'm right. gonna just let somebody else come in there and screw all the hard work I put in there? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> There's no way. I, you can say, Daddy, I hate you. I'm leaving the family. I love her. Peace, nigga. <laughs> You're not bringing nobody in here that is not worthy. <laughs> I went through hell to be with you. Did I went through stop. hell. It was your not mother. even that bad. <laughs> Do you know your mother? <laughs> you don't know your mother. But look at the reward. My, right, my right. parents ain't put you through nothing. Huh? My parents ain't put you through His anything. parents weren't tough on Maybe, you? They weren't. No. But I mean, how could you not love me though? I mean, <laughs> I honestly, air. I'm not seeing the issue here. Like, they're probably the like, look at her. Love. Love. She's great. I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit, you you look all right. You were half decent in school. It was not even a look thing. You were half decent in school. I you had know? a sharp moral compass. You, mm. you know what I mean? All right. I was, you here know, you go. Well versed and intelligent. Here you so, go. Here you go. This is a beautiful love? ring, by the way. Right. Oh, my God. thank you. Mm, mm, I can't really see. It's just right. so, oh my God. It's so bright. I broke my back to get that. He did. Wow. I get I no mean, thank yous. I get girl. no thank yous. Deval, I thank you almost That is every not night. true, so right? She talks thank about you. that ring. She's so shiny. No, she don't. What? For? Ooh, wee. Child, these oh, men feelings. Oh, 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 I like to argue <laughs> with her. We can tell. <laughs> I like to argue with everybody. With everybody, though. Yo, okay. this is this like he is, can be exhausting. Yo, though. Like, is, I, thank God true. we have a cap. Like we only try to make it one hour long episodes because that will keep going and I'm going. To, I'm going to open. I'm going to be honest, and my friends are going to laugh. Right? If everybody is agreeing on something, I am the one who's going to just not agree, just so that I can see if I can persuade you to see what I. I don't even got to believe the shit I'm saying. But if I can persuade you, I feel like I'm winning. It's like a game. It's <laughs> I'm a contrarian. That's I'm a contrarian. Very, uh, yeah, that's, like, that like, is I'm just, contrarian. That is just how Devil's I am. Advocate. And it's a little manipulative. Right here. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> you just want to see if you can, if whether people if can, can back persuade, up their own arguments. Yes, I want to see, and, and not for nothing. I want to learn how you know who mm-hmm. my, who in my group is smart. Yeah, my group is smart. I've gone up against a lot of men like you, people like you, and mm. I've defeated them every time. I believe it, Crystal. <laughs> because I believe you it. Gone because the me. things I believe, I believe them strongly, and I I'm not going to argue about it otherwise. See, well, there there you go. That's how you win. <laughs> yes. That's ultimately how you win an argument. Right. You just stop arguing. If you only argue when you know you're right, you will. Always win an argument. That's what I tell her. I only <laughs> argue so, when I know I'm right. That's so I'm not going to lose. I heard you say that. <laughs> I heard you say that on the podcast. See However, what I'm I don't know whether oh, Deval is MG. actually always yeah. right. I'm always. Not I'm not always right, right yes. but I don't argue unless I know that I am. So, really yeah. good though. There must have been a reason why y'all sat like on the same side of the room today. <laughs> that's why we get along. Are you a Virgo? No, I'm Aries. Aries. I don't oh, know nothing about Kyro's Aries. a Virgo. Is he? Kyro's a Virgo. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. My people, my people. But I think it was also important for us to start the podcast because people kind of have a very narrow view of us based mm, off of what we have I on agree. social media. Yeah. So you're seeing the one minute videos that Val does. You're seeing some of the vlogs that are like, what, 15 minutes? But yeah. some of it is scripted. Like the whole purpose of us starting our platform was to be able to create this portfolio of work as actors. Yeah. So though they're real life situations and sometimes just like off the cuff, Deval would throw his phone 
phone up and just start doing a funny video. We wanted to kind of show that there's a little bit more to the Ellis's than that. Mm -hmm. And we get like DMs all the time and and emails I'm sure you guys do about people with like wanting advice or just wanting Mm -hmm. to talk about different topics. And we felt like it was the perfect platform to be able to discuss that at length um, and really just hear like what we feel about different things. And the whole purpose is to kind of like evoke conversation like start dialogue about things that people don't want to talk about Um, we pride ourselves on being very transparent about different things you know those taboo topics people don't want to talk about so it kind of made sense for us to have the podcast so we can kind of elaborate on things like that and it's um, it's therapy you know um, we've been together since we were 18 so in all honesty, we've been through a lot. Yeah. And it's easier a for lifetime. us to, exactly. It's, it's yeah. easier for us to get through what we're going through if we talk it out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? Why can't we just create our therapy for us and it be therapy, therapy for other people? Right. Because what I've learned, even in speaking to my married friends, most men don't know that they're not the only one going through what they're going through in their marriage. And that's a lot of reason why some marriages don't work. Men think like, oh, my wife is just crazy. Fuck it, I'm out. But then when we started to have conversations as men, they're like, yo, you go through that too? You go through, oh, so it's not just my wife. Oh, so it's something that we can work on. Then Mm -hmm. I started to realize, yo, if people knew that married people, all the married people go through shit, they wouldn't be so quick to run. Right, right. And that's really what, you know, dead ass is about. It's just about being dead ass. Like, yeah, sometimes I I don't like my wife when I wake up in the morning. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes my wife look at me and wonder why she married me. Right. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. That don't mean that you just run. That means that you talk through that. Figure it out. Figure it out. Work through it. And that's what deadass is all about. Like, just being honest. And I mean, I don't know, Wes, if you've experienced this growing up in like a West Indian household, Jamaican Mm -hmm. household particularly, but we don't talk about like private life problems Mm-mm. like what's going on in the family that's something that you never divulge mm-hmm. to people so I think this was different just in general for like black and brown folks to just yeah. actually hear a couple who were talking about just things yeah. mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be married people things it could just be people things yeah. because there's some stuff that we've spoken about where men have you know they've been aligned with me like yeah. I understand how Kadeen feels or yeah. women who feel like I understand how Deval feels so we wanted to also make sure that it wasn't just a marriage marriage based yeah. podcast either because right. we felt like that would be corny after a while like oh we want to hear over and over again that y'all love each other like we get it like all right so what else you know we talked about that yeah so even when coming up with the name dead ass like we got some pushback you know from our network about it because they were like well how are we going to market that like what does dead ass mean and it was amazing to see some some of these executives trying to use dead ass in a sentence and i was like uh that was totally not the right way to use dead ass i do have an idea because you would be it would it's hilarious to hear white executives try to talk about what a read is <laughs> oh yeah I just read right. so you guys understand exactly our plight yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but we fought for that name because you know we were getting stuff like you know the love hour with Kadena Deval and we're like hell fuck the love like, hour right. yeah no M- uh, meet, meet the Ellis's meet the Ellis's we were like, like boo <laughs> that shit's corny no. yo that's so corny but so. then they even asked us they were like you need something that people are gonna know when they see it what it is and then they use you guys as an example Think about the read. So I was like, what the fuck does the read mean? <laughs> How did you say that? Tell oh me. You tell me what it means. And it was like, well, 
I say it's just it works for them and they're popular. So now you use them as an example, but they built that on their own. Exactly. Like that's right. you, you know are what I'm saying? the reason. You are you the reason. That. That's that's what it is. So we told them the same thing. Let and us people build in the it. community knew exactly what we meant. Right. Of course. When I saw y'all show was gonna be called Dead Ass, I said it's cause them Brooklyn ass niggas is always saying. I literally <laughs> when I saw the name of it, when I saw the name of it, I literally out loud said, Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's just exactly. perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's so perfect. you know, we had to fight for it, but we're glad yeah. that we got it. And, yes. and people are catching on to it and what it is yeah. and you know that's our hope that we can just continue to just talk about stuff that people may not want to talk about you may but I mean in people's group chats and whatever you know family issues y'all have or whatever at least hopefully that will help people to create a dialogue mm-hmm. yeah. at the very least about yeah. whatever it start is start the conversation start it because for a lot of people you're right like black Americans in the south and the bible belt, uh, bible belt at least I can speak to mm-hmm. people do not talk about their marriage issues mm-hmm. outside of the marriage no. and we had very strict what happens in this house stays Stays in this house house rules and like I remember because it was a period of time when I was about 11 or 12 Mm. where I really started getting popped across the mouth because I was telling people my mama said this at home my Mm. daddy did this was like nigga if you don't shut your ass up well Yo, it's the she said she didn't say all that <laughs> right, but, but that's know, what she said like, more or less. Yeah. It, yeah. it would be so helpful to us as a community if people shared more of their struggles instead of trying to make it seem like everything is okay you know it's not just Instagram that's, where people front man, like their lives are perfect man, no, people do that in real man, life too real life. in yeah. real life they Yo, will the sit up there and act like everything is, is okay yeah. Yeah. Is we talked about because the biggest thing with a lot of relationships are, is sex and we had this conversation where I was like, I was like, yo, I wish the men in my family talked to me about what to expect in a marriage when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, did anyone ever speak to you about what is expected of a woman when she gets married? She was like, no. No. Think about how unfair that is. You prepare for everything in life. Mm-hmm. You prepare for college. You prepare for you prepare for a sport. You prepare for a job. You get training. But then marriage, they just throw niggas to the wolves and be like, <laughs> figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then wonder why the divorce rate is so high. Right. But if people actually talked about things, mm-hmm. imagine how successful those relationships can be. Yeah. Even like, stuff like marriage counseling, people aren't really open to the idea of therapy or counseling or whatever we if they haven't been exposed to it. No, if you don't weren't. know anybody else no. who's ever been to marriage counseling and that's not something people ever talk about, you know, working their issues out with a professional, then when you hear that idea, you're like, girl, we don't need all we that. That's, that's what people exactly don't like what each we other. Said. That, is, that is exactly <laughs> what I, we I said. I guess it was yeah. a little awkward too because my uncle, who's a seven-day Adventist pastor, he married us. So he was the one that was approaching us about you yeah, know the one nothing. who was real wordy even though it was hot outside yeah <laughs> Yo, you know I listened let me tell you to the okay. whole episode. I was crying laughing he at y'all so, we, I mean like sweat dripping down my legs under that dress it was like a oh, hot mess I, when, that we was got sweat? Back, when we got back oh. home oh when we got back God. to the hotel room I was like I have to take me. a bath yeah. I was like I need to wash up before we go for this before the long day before we consummate this marriage I'm gonna have to take a shower you didn't even hear what I said she kept right on literally everybody else did I'm not even going to repeat it. Yeah, Everyone I, else no, I caught it and I was just like trying to talk past you about because you nasty. Yeah, right. Deval is nasty, y'all. Yeah. Is nasty. Yeah, girl. No, but seriously, like my uncle, I was like, I'm about to talk to you about like issues we may potentially be having or stuff right, right. now. That's awkward. it's like, for what? I'm like, you never spoke to me about it. My mom won't even spoke to me, speak to me about it. So y'all in the same family, I have the same code. We all don't talk about shit. So we ain't talking about shit. Yeah, her mother We just going to get married and figure it out. Her mother thought I was going to consummate the marriage after we got married. Oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
did. After. Gave her mom right. a, a gown. And then, you know, yeah. gave her a gown. Like a gown had gown. shoulder pads. Like shoulder pads. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Your yeah. virgin dress? Yo. Yeah. Yes. Like, like your virgin nightgown? I got a virgin oh nightgown. Yes. Like you remember back in the day, Felicia Rashad. Yes. Yes. Joints with the lace and all. Oh my god! That neck to the fucking ankle. All the way to the ankle. Oh my god! That is her. That's horrific. Those are the nightgowns I had when I was a little girl. She got me that. I was dying laughing. She got me that for our bridal shower. Those are possession gowns. Yo, like the horror movie. I own you. I own you now, woman. Absolutely. She told her. And you know, after the wedding, he's going to lay you down. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, your mom said yeah, all of this? She definitely, after my bridal shower, was like, this is what's going to happen. I was like, mom. Did like, your mom really think y'all sex. had never had sex? I mean, y'all been together really for years. For like Delusional. eight years. Seven to eight years Delusional. before. But she lives in this world of oh, like, delusion. Oh, no. So she's like, my daughter's not having sex. No way. No what? way. She's a virgin getting married. And I was like, mom. You like, heard her. Been, she was clear. If Jesus walked in this house, Jesus was not good enough for her daughter. So she in her nope. mind told herself that her daughter never okay. had So I had to break it to her. Oh, uh, your mama was living And I was deep. like, girl, you left them tags on that Macy's uh, <laughs> nightgown. Take that shit back, boo. Get your money back. Because yes. what we're not going to do is that. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I guess I'll save it for after you have your first baby. <laughs> I'm like, okay. For what? Right. Yeah. Why would you? I'm right. Like, right. I'm like, girl. Yeah. Girl, we'll get your money back. framed or something. Bronze it or do something <laughs> special to it. Bronze that and put it up on somewhere nice Stuff it. I just, do what you gotta do I just don't need that, it. that is just <laughs> that is such a mama <laughs> thing like to do it's really right that. but I am just like dying it like this was like recent right this wasn't in like the 70s no, or the girl. 60s this was 2010 like, 2010 <laughs> 2010. May 2010. So we're almost to the date. I can't. Okay, and your mama really thought that you and she Devel sure had been did. waiting so piously. Turned, yep, yep. That's why she flipped out when y'all slept in the same bed. No, that was that his mama. mama. That was your mama. Oh, okay, yeah. so see, both of y'all's mamas no, was with my mother, my mother's not that delusional <laughs> because my brother had a baby at 17. Oh. So, oh, okay. so she was my like, mother right, already knew. She like, they getting it in. But my mother's thing was all about how things look. Got you, know, it. you know how black Mine parents too. are. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The girls can't leave the house too late because it don't look good. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, we had our own house. We bought a house when I was in the NFL. Bought a house, lived there. My mm-hmm. parents came and stayed with us. We come back to New York. My parents are gonna say to me, "You know, you and Kay can't sleep in the same bed in your house." I'm like, "Come on, come on." <laughs> Y'all, y'all stayed in my house in Michigan, but now we're here and we oh, can't okay. sleep yeah, in yeah. the same room. It, it, don't, it don't look good. Your sister's here. My sister was with us in, in Michigan, Michigan when she saw us going in to the room. our house together. Who, who does it father. look bad to? That, I, that's what I said. My father like, well, that's your house. This is my house. I said, so what you want me to do? What you want me to do? You want me to go stay somewhere else? He was like, you got to do what you got to do, bro. And that's messed up because you stayed in my house. If I knew that that was the rules, I'd have made you stay in the hotel when you came to Michigan. Exactly. <laughs> I would have been like, y'all can stay here, <laughs> yeah. but you can't sleep in the same Yo, room. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was just like, I'm, I'm not repeating myself. So then she slept downstairs and I slept upstairs just out of wow. respect for my parents. Yeah, but I, I was listen, like, meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, this is the dumbest shit sisters ever. Sisters is out there doing their own thing. Like, uh, <laughs> we, we're supposed to be the role models? I guess. All right, but whatever. I'm just... Mm, I'm grateful I understand that's because parents, like my bro. family is very, very similar, but at the same time, I'm just like, talk. we're all so grown yeah, here. Yeah, super like, grown. What? Why? And, and you have a four-year-old granddaughter already. 
So, so what you think? Like what you think? Going? You don't think my sister know about what's going on? Exactly. Right. Like I just did y'all okay. MIB like blank her with the zap like zinc? Y'all don't see that? <laughs> Anaya's not here. Like no, come on. Like, but that's parents. That's like, that's, it. that's our parents. I think luckily yeah. for me with the, uh, the Jamaican parents mm-hmm. and the sort of subtlety and not talking about too much. Me being an adult and also sort of being the rebellious one yeah. and gay, Me like too. they're just glad I'm not dead. So. You know, what? I was going to ask a question though. Yeah. Growing up in a Jamaican household, how did you deal with that? Uh, I didn't. I no. just sort of existed. We'll repeat it. When yeah. You come on. Um, yeah. I just sort of did the best that I could to stay low and try and not agitate them with it uh, and so you just hope. felt like you could do want to ruffle mm. the feathers you had yeah. to hide who you were basically and I lied to them for pretty much the entirety of my Damn. you know mm-hmm. adolescence and most of my early 20s and right. I figured when I'm gone and responsible for myself so, then exactly. we can talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk right. about because I, right, I don't have to be in the presence of whatever right. it is or however you feel about right. right so I just yeah. kind of kept it to myself right 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 luckily now that they know it's just kind of like I said they're like you can pay your bills you're not <laughs> right. hungry they you're like, not Yo, dead mm-hmm. cool so, right, like, <laughs> they don't ask me any questions you know nothing funny? I feel like all parents honestly feel that way right like re- realistically no parent really cares as long as your children are happy healthy <laughs> and alive <sighs> you really just mm-hmm. you feel like you won as a parent mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing for parents is they fear that the decisions you make through that process is going to be what deters you from yeah. being successful right. but once they see that you're successful right and doing all this it's like I don't give a fuck exactly because I honestly feel like that's how I would be I right. honestly do Actually, like I, right. I honestly because we, we talk about this all the time yeah. I I worry about so many things because of society's reaction to how they would treat my kids as opposed to what my kids would be yeah mm-hmm. it's like I worry about everything with my kids my boys and we talk about the police brutality um gay bashing uh racism you just want your kids to be good once i know my kids are good yeah. live your life bro yeah. like right. i don't, don't nobody like, really you know fuck when nobody else <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. i mean to this day my father still don't know what quite what the hell it is we do because he's like you know you're older what's the new man he's from st vincent and he was just like you're not a nurse you're not a doctor you're not a lawyer but right. you make money what exactly you're, right. you're home during the day you're not punching a clock nine to five mm-hmm. but he's like you seem happy the kids don't need nothing you ain't right. asking me for money right. so exactly okay. see i did shit in school like I was terrible in school <laughs> and having two parents from St. Catherine it was always oh, work 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 yeah. you had to have straight yeah. A plus everything I did Ooh. horrible in school mm. and then on top of that I'm like 18 years old trying to make a business on the internet my parents are like what the fuck <laughs> right. what are you doing they're like, like we failed him we failed him literally yeah. and I used to feel so bad but at the same time I believed in what I was you doing and it. I was just like okay I gotta see this through and see where it takes me now I'm blessed to be in a place where I don't have to call and ask them for no money so they yeah. they still don't get it they, they don't, don't know it. what no. a podcast is no. for real my no. mama didn't even even realize what that show is that I'm writing. She didn't know that it was like a scripted show. show. They don't know anything, but they know that I don't ask them for anything, so I'm good. Right, and that's it. My mama knows she gets her presents. Right, exactly. As the kids get older, please play this interview back and remind me and remind her because I know I'm a control freak. Mm. I know she is Mm -hmm. too. And I will be the same. When them boys get... Tell me when... 
Uh-oh. Yo, when Jackson <laughs> when Jackson grades dropped a little bit because his teacher was wilding, you didn't lose it on Jackson. I, I lost it on him and her. Yeah, but Every, what I'm saying is, is, but what I'm saying is, is that think about the story he just said. No, though. you're right. He you're was right. horrible at school. But yes, yes, yes. Your your academics don't define your greatness as a no, person. You're right. no, they and don't. I think no, we all don't. need to be reminded of that yeah. as yeah. parents. When yes. when I'm a parent, please remind me because I know if my son is 13, it's like you're part of 70. I'm gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know I'm gonna lose it because right. that's the only way out. I know how to parent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the only way I know how to parent is by measure of grades. It's like you're not trying hard enough, but I don't want to lose my son either. No, exactly. And there's a thin line between what you think may be pushing him and what may be just pushing them away, away. from you exactly oh, like it's funny raising three boys and seeing how different their personalities are even mm. Cass who's only a year and a half like we can already see like I was gonna say who's gonna require us to kind of sit back and they may have to find their own way but they're just great in their own right with the way they know. are I already know and yeah. who's gonna require a little bit more of like the traditional you style of teaching you know too, <laughs> you know too. You, you already know. I, I was like, and, you, and then what I, one thing I don't want to do is stifle my children or yeah. dim that light in yes. them yeah. that they have so naturally. Right. Yeah. I just want to be able to be able to just like kind of sit behind them and just kind of like navigate and like yeah. help them push them in the right direction because that can That's be so parenthood, so right. parenthood is supposed to be a guidance. Like right. you are supposed mm. to be right. nurturing these people through life. Birds literally like, just push their kids out the goddamn nest. I mean, like, like, yeah. Six weeks, you done. Better fly. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> right, like, we always knew he was a little touched, but whatever, right. you know. My parents had a lot of methods that were not good for me as an individual. And I think where they kind of fucked up was their inability to tailor what they thought parenting should be to mm-hmm. who I was as an individual. Yeah. It was just, oh, you came home with an 89, you getting your ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like, mother, you can't yeah. do X, Y, Z because I said, and we don't want you to have too many worldly influences. Mm-hmm. You can't date because we don't like boys in the house. You can't. can't don't. Can't, right. No, I just yeah. couldn't, 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 couldn't. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah, it is the country, but it really fucked me up because I wasn't a kid who needed to be controlled like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't need, I wasn't out there wilding and being bad. Like, I just wanted to have regular, normal experiences. I wanted to feel like it was okay for me to not be perfect at something. And it wasn't. So it's it's so different now because even DeVal had spoken on it recently about how, you know, one of his aunts had said to his parents, you letting him talk too much. You know, yeah. like he, you should tell him what to do, and he's the child. You shouldn't let him express how he feels. Right. My father and, was like, "Yo, this is my son. Right. <laughs> let me parent my son. <laughs> exactly. Amen. Yes. And then it's like I think about that as a parent, where it's like you're not always just wanting to do the whole children should be seen and not heard things. Like I want to hear from my children. Yes. Yeah, I don't subscribe I wa- to that. I, we don't subscribe don't to that at all. Like no. I want to be able to have dialogue and have conversation mm-hmm. with my children to know how they're feeling. Yeah. So right. and, you know, like mental mental health is a very real thing. Right. You know, um, or lack thereof. So I want to be able to know how my children are feeling. So we don't yeah. subscribe to that whole like children should be seen, not heard. Like, tell me how it is that you feel. Mm-hmm. And it's not talking back because there's a way to do things. Absolutely. But at the same time, too. Right. You know, I need to know. So right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I need to know. And if you teach your kids that they can't express their feelings to you, they will grow up and not tell you how they feel because you have Absolutely. made it clear that you are yeah. not a safe space for that. Yeah. Right. And then your children interested. will be driven away from you Absolutely. emotionally and you gonna wonder why you're not close with Absolutely. your kids because confiding you, in other people and confiding other in other right looking for Vices. the acceptance that they wanted from you to everywhere mm-hmm. else Absolutely. I mean but my god the, the the way that these people these men and women were raised you know like they are cause 
I look at my parents before I'm actually the day that I was moving here. My mother was driving me to the airport and she asked me, um, do you feel like your father and I did okay with you? Like, do you Mm -hmm. feel like we did good jobs? And I said to her, like, yeah, like you're the best parents that I could ask for. You did the best that you could. You could. You know, and I'm a lot and you're, I'm not an example. what you would expect right. I threw things at you maybe that you didn't know how to deal with you're not perfect I'm figuring it out you know but I don't I also think that a lot of times people don't realize that yeah a lot of the way that you speak to your kid the energy that you have around them the tone and stuff the things mm-hmm. that you tell them they can and can't do um, that's a much bigger impact on who they're going to be than whatever happens outside. Absolutely. You know, because mm-hmm. I got picked on Absolutely. and bullied and stuff like that at school and it definitely affected the way that I express myself, but it felt completely different than being at wow. home where you're wow. supposed mm-hmm. to feel safe yes. wow. and feel yes. like you can express yourself Absolutely. and not mm-hmm. being able to do that with the people you've known your whole life right. that are supposed to love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. So being older and, you know, the type of person that I am, thankfully I have the perspective and understanding that you know my parents are my my whole family they're just human beings and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we hear and see in terms of of what or how people choose to parent their kids these days it's just like don't be surprised when they're adults and like don't know how to move left or right you know speaking to my grandmother she put things into perspective for me because i asked my grandmother because i was always i'm going to say a smart ass but i always asked questions and that was my parents raised me to ask questions so i used to ask my grandma like yo why you beat us like why do we have to get beat or hit Mm -hmm. you know you don't think that we could be spoken to and I asked her this when I was about 15. And this was my Nana, who's from South Carolina. And she made it very clear to me. She said, I've been raised, I've raised all of my younger brothers and sisters. We grew up in the, in the South, where if you were a young black boy and you stepped out of line, or young black girl stepped out of line, you would murder. You could be hung in the street. You would never see the light of day. And no one would care. Mm-hmm. So for her, when you step, when you think about parenting kids at that time, that's how you parented. You had to parent them with that type of you know, that type of harsh discipline because if they make a mistake out in the real world, they could die. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize is that they're, that same level of parenting is still happening today mm-hmm. without the same repercussions. You know, but although kids aren't being hung in the street, there are kids still dying at the hands of law enforcement and there's no repercussion. But you don't have to parent the same way we parented in the 60s. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why my grandparents parented my parents who parented me that way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can give them constructive criticism now because hindsight is twenty twenty. But do I understand, like you said? Absolutely. I do. Yeah. See, like, I, I understand. Mean, yeah. that's, actually, that's super common. Like, on my mama's side of the family, my grandparents and that whole, my mama and all her, mm-hmm. her sisters and brothers were like, you know, we had to do that because these white folks in Tulsa, Oklahoma will absolutely string Snatch your you ass up, up yep. and that'll be the end of and you. And not think twice. Yep. Right. But then some people just have generational trauma where yeah. somebody was abused and they pass that and abuse pass on, on and they pass it on mm-hmm. and there has yeah. never been anybody in all the line of descendants to break that cycle. Break That's cycle. true. Mm-hmm. And it's just, That's true. it's just really fucked up. And no, even, absolutely. you know, again, with where my parents come from mm-hmm. and 
you know, like classism and poverty and things like that in mm-hmm. Jamaica. That's where the whole education and right. occupation yes. thing right. yes. Oh, absolutely, right. yes. Education was supposed so to be our ticket out of the hood, you know, and since all my aunties and uncles and my mama and dad, everybody had advanced degrees, it was like, oh, you got to. You got to have you got, It was an automatic. Yeah. It wasn't, are you going to college? It was, which college where? are you going to? Right. Right. Yeah. right. No, absolutely. Oh, but it's I just real. think, you know, we parents, I think most parents truly do what they think is best for their children. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I think your kids will eventually get to the point that we all got to where we realize our parents are just human beings yeah, right. who had absolutely. whole lives before absolutely. we were ever even thought of. Yes. Absolutely. And as long as you as the parent are open to that child saying, you know, whatever they need mm-hmm. to say, having conversations with you like, you know, such and such really affected me in my childhood. And as long as you are open to having that conversation, then that relationship can always be healed. Absolutely. It can always Absolutely. be whole. But yeah. once you like shut down and pretend like you knew best and can't it's be told rap. nothing, right? It's it's because when they're grown, they really don't have to fuck with you no more. <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> they the really word. don't. It's, the kids I, grow up and don't have to. Yeah, fear. they don't. It's only yes. so long you can rule them with fear and right. terror. You know, right. Right. Yeah. if you're right. not willing to like be real with this nigga, like at some point we're both adults. You Absolutely. Know? When Absolutely. are you gonna that. acknowledge I feel that? Like we're so. gonna be that that generation to break that cycle. Definitely, I think so too. We were talking about this a little while ago because we're just so much more aware of how our words and actions impact our kids and the importance yes. of mental health especially. Absolutely. That was yeah. not something that was talked about when I was growing and up. And there's more constant discussion that you can't really avoid even if you wanted to about all go. things human. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, and, the internet and has changed everything. Right. The internet has changed everything and everybody's everything. walking around with endless information in yeah. their pocket. Yes. Aware. So mm-hmm. we're aware of all of it's these aware. things and I think thankfully we're more uh, willing to have conversations and hopefully not be as stubborn Absolutely. as generations yes. before yes. us. Right. Knowing, knowing well, better and doing better. Exactly. Absolutely. That's supposed to be the goal, you know, and I know that my mama definitely took that from like her grandparents. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, some of this stuff or from my grandparents and they took it from theirs, you know, like, woof, some of that I am not doing to my kids. Yeah. But then some oh, what they do without even knowing it's just part of you know they those generations never got the chance to examine themselves the way we do and be like what is this pathology in me you know (laughs) therapy niggas ain't have time or money for that why do you think I got a a plastic bag full of plastic bags underneath my sink oh I got I got I got four different plastic bags that are filled with plastic my bags. My parents did Kitchen sink Absolutely. and both of the bathrooms. Need a plastic bag? Right there. With a plastic bag you. bag. Yes. <laughs> it's in the pantry. <laughs> Where you know what I'm talking about too. Yes. Yo, when my grandmother comes into town, because she comes every year around the holidays, she oh, will yeah. find every plastic bag in the house and she'll sit and she'll fold flatten them out and she'll fold them and oh tie them. And we have the plastic bag or Bundle. plastic bag. Yes. And she's like, you know, you have to fold it like this because then we'll have a roach. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yes, man, the plastic bag then will have a roach. <laughs> And that's I was like, absolutely that's true, true in the country. Yeah. And great yeah. advice. Yeah. Is it? Yes. I mean, in like the country, roaches? roaches will crawl under the sink or anywhere. Because that's where most people store them. So. Oh, I guess she was right. There. I just thought this was some like, But if they flatly, tight, like, tightly folded and they're not going in the back. That's exactly what she You was like, yo, lady, what is she talking I was like, here she go with these Jamaican folks. And listen, and you'll just do it and not even know why. You've done 
that your right. whole life. Nope. Yes. And, and then you will I teach your kids to do the same thing. And Jeff's going to be doing that shit in yes. college in his dorm room. He'll be folding and rolling plastic bags and telling his friends. They his roommate, like, why do you... Who was a spectator sport for us? When her grandmother, he come by, we'd be standing there like, look at your grandmother. So we both just over there just looking at her. Literally. There's all 800 bags there. She rolling up these... She'll sit down. She'll put on her Steve Harvey watching, what is it, Family Feud all day. And she'll sit there yelling at the TV screen, talking about how these people stupid. Stupid. Everybody's stupid. And she's going to be rolling these plastic bags. My word. I even grouped mine by size. Like the Bed Bath & Beyond ones are like huge. Those you are bougie. Big, big, yeah, you yeah. are bougie plastic, plastic bag. And then I got the regular ones from like Fine Fair, and then I got the little ones oh, from the Oh, sis. Oh, <laughs> you need to with the little black there. ones? From yeah, the, the little black ones from the Because sometimes you just need to throw away bag little bag. things. That's for like the stinky, poopy pampers. That okay, we yeah, I cannot relate, but yes. There you go. Yes. One or, you know, days, a though, bottle you know. of wine. That's actually what I was thinking of. There you go. The perfect oh, bottle of wine. Perfect for poopy pampers. Listen, let's do some letters. All right, okay. yes. A couple letters here and let's see, see what, what, what drama. <laughs> we right. love having Kadeen and Deval in for these fucking let's questions. Let's see what they're saying. Um, well, where to even start? Actually, this uh, letter here, I was reading it and I was thinking, oh, this is a super interesting topic. Think we should talk to Deval and Kadeen about it. And then like three paragraphs down, they mention y'all. And oh, the fact oh, that they were listening to your show. Okay. Oh, really? And okay, good. So we can elaborate. Came up. Yeah. Okay. So this comes from Allie, who says... Oh, she wrote a whole dissertation Oh, she did. There. Yeah, no, oh, no they, it's very long. They don't They that. No, oh. they, they give us every detail. <laughs> the whole context, though. We can answer fully. Okay, I good. used to copy and paste the emails, put them into like a different app, edit them out so that they made sense <laughs> to be read on air for every like single concise. email. Oh, right. Wow. Oh, wow. They got to be too much fun. They'll be like, picture it. It was 1985. I was born. Right. <laughs> I was born. Uh, so Allie says, I'm a thick and curvy woman and my husband is a personal trainer. All we right. fought a lot throughout our relationship with him trying to pressure me into getting into shape. Now, he always lets me know that he's attracted to me, loves me and thinks I'm sexy, but he will still say things sometimes. I've always had a lot of confidence in my body, but my weight has gone up in the past couple years. And sometimes I wish I had fewer rolls on the tummy and that it wasn't so damn hard to find a pair of jeans. We want to have a baby soon. And he's concerned that if I already feel a little overweight, it will be even harder to get to where I want to be postpartum. I was listening to Deval and Kadeen's show and they were talking about how they've made comments to the other about their bodies and they take it constructively and work out to be the sexy person they know will please their partner. I'm struggling with finding a balance between their attitude which feels healthy and the other side of the coin where we worry about a man being too controlling over his wife's appearance when hubby and i talk about it i generally end up getting upset and he says it's fine and that he'll drop it but it hurts since i know how he really feels is he wrong for saying these things to me or should i not be so sensitive and start getting back on this treadmill thanks a bunch Allie. I think we've. I feel like we've answered a question or two like this before. Right, and so I feel like like married people. It's like it's a different thing because me as a single person, I read this and think, well, I mean, if you got issue with my body, you could truly get up and leave. Like I do not care. But when you have, you know, signed a contract with somebody and you decided to like be together, Mm -hmm. then it's a totally different issue. So the two of you have. I guess this sort of relationship where you feel like you can encourage one another as far as physical fitness, you guys work out together and post videos, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. What do you say to somebody like Allie who's feeling like conflicted? Hmm. 
You want to start? No, go ahead and start because I would. I would like to hear this is, what this you is got how to I, say. This is hey, you, here you go. <laughs> this is how I feel about it, right? No, we're probably going to align. When people ahead. make an agreement that they're going to spend the rest of their lives together, I feel like both have to make an agreement to work as hard as they can to be what the other one needs. No one more than the other, but they both. Now, I feel like it's difficult for a man to say that because if you think about the context of society, right? The oppressor can never say too much about the oppressed. And in marriage, women have often been oppressed because marriage was created where women were property. Yeah. So if a man says, I don't like the way you look, you need to work out, it's taken as he's oppressive and controlling. If a woman says to a man, you gain weight, I don't like the way you look, you need to work out. It's like, nigga, get off your ass because your wife needs to be happy for you. I feel like we're at a point now where people need to be honest with each other. We can't walk on eggshells if we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is, is resentment comes. Yeah. If I say, you know what, I'm going to drop it, but you constantly gaining weight. I'm going to drop it, but you constantly... What seeps in is that she really don't care about how I feel about it. She's going to do what she want to do anyway. And if that's what she's going to do, then why should I care what she wants or what she needs? So if she's not going to be consistent with trying to be good for me and I'm not going to be consistent with about being good for her, they shouldn't even be together. Mm. That's that's how I feel about there it. There you go. Wow, divorce. Yikes. Okay. I'm just, Yikes. I'm, I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about that, Kadeem? Um, so for us, um, when it comes to the whole weight situation, um, I, even pro- after baby, for example. Right. You know, you're in a rut. You had a whole human being. I truly, just, I just want to say, nobody would be able to tell me shit about shit if I had a whole ass baby. A whole ass <laughs> Nigga, I made a whole a ass whole person. Ass that baby. nigga got his own systems, organs, <laughs> social security number. I made a whole nigga. Right. You know how Rochelle and everybody hates Chris always be like, my <laughs> husband got, got two jobs. jobs. <laughs> That's what I would do. Like, I've had a baby. I don't want to talk to you about anything. Your that baby exactly is different eight. people. I don't give a damn. That's what happens. Nine though. years but ago, absolutely I absolutely nothing happens to this body. His body. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, too, for us and with our dynamic, I know I'll eventually be like, I don't like the way this dress looks on me or... I want to get back in front of the camera so I know I'm going to have to do X, Y, Z. So on those days when I don't want to work out is when DeVal will be like, so you coming to the gym today? And I get all in my feelings because I'm like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, we don't, Tell me we what don't it skip is. To the gym. We don't skip to the gym together. No, we don't. <laughs> don't He's just happen. like, well, you told me that you want to be back in front of the camera. You want to start acting again and you want to start doing this again. Like, So how do you expect that to happen? Right. And it becomes a tough love situation with us. So I'm like, okay. All right. He's trying to motivate me. And I know sometimes he tries to be ever so tactful with the way he says it. <laughs> Because of that oppressive I'm, thing, that's why. You know, I right, but sometimes I'm just in my feelings about it, and I'm just like, well, right. nigga, I don't want to work out today because I'm doing X, Y, Z, or yeah. I have a baby hanging off my titty, and I didn't sleep last night, and and that's where we were a lot of times with the conversation when it comes to, to weight and stuff like that. But I do agree that if you are with somebody and y'all are trying to work for each other, the lack of effort sometimes yes, is, is what will cause the demise. So right. even if yes, she said, you know it. what, babe, I hear you. How can we now work together to make this a thing where we're living a healthy lifestyle together? Right. You know, there's just always a way and there's an approach to taking it, especially when it comes to weight because it's such a sensitive topic and it's an individual thing. Like, yeah. you can't right. talk me into wanting to work out. Like, I'm going to have to want that for myself. Right. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? And, and I think 
a lot of times too, DeVal puts the onus on, well, you're not working for me. And I'm just like, nigga, I'm a whole individual. Like, yeah. you maybe, have to work for you I have first. To work for me first. Yes. Exactly. That's not fair. It's real, but it's fair. real life. I think that's just <laughs> what it is, though. I'm, you have listen. to work for you first too. But, and but, in order to be as 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 present of a husband and father as you can, you have to have filled your own cup first. I I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, if we are in partnership together, you can't always think about yourself first all the time. Because if you're going to think about yourself first all the time and I'm going to think about myself first and I'm never going to think about my partner, then we're not really in partnership. I'm going to do what I want. You do what you want and you're fine. Part of being married is that I got to think about my partner first. And I think what happens a lot of times mm. is because women have been so oppressed by marriage, it's a lot more difficult for a woman to give of herself. And I understand that. Like, you got to give of your name. You know, you, like, there's so many things that go with marriage for women. Right. And I understand that. But that don't change the fact that this is life. We're supposed to be spending life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is life. I hear both of these things. Yeah. And I, f- I think that you, Kadeen, actually pointed out a, a good thing because Ali mentions in this email, like, she would like to look a bit different. She would like to, for the jeans thing. And mm-hmm. and I'm of the, the belief that if you're healthy and you're comfortable in the skin that you're in and you're not interested in doing anything different about that individually, that's you. Boom. And if it's like mm-hmm. a thing that's been established from the get-go. Boom. Then, then there it is. I remember not too Boom. long ago, I we like got an that. email from a lady who was saying her boyfriend was big and he was always playing games and she kind of wanted him to, you remember, she yes. wanted him to work out, but he right. had been like that through their entire right. he relationship. He had been like that since right. they so first So she knew met. what she was getting. Right. right. And he was and never was interested in the gym. ready to upgrade him and he was like, I, I'm good. This is my upgrade. Even in <laughs> right. this situation, if that's what you want to do it for, like if you have your own personal desire, then great. If you started talking to this nigga because you thought he was personal he was fine and he just happened to be a personal trainer you lied about fitness so then you might have to sit him down and be like look i never gave a fuck about this fitness shit to be just kidding just kidding so let's just you know yeah they actually love being around let the chips fall where they may pretty much this that's the case case. yeah because if it's a make or break a you know like the huge deal for him then let that be a huge deal for him and he can go find somebody who loves being in the gym with him that yeah. was that I mean, was my or then point. Again, he could be your you did say partner. that from the very beginning. I said from the very, and y'all were like, "Ooh, Ooh. but that's what because that is. only works if your wife what actually is? wants to be in the gym more. It only works if she actually has expressed a desire." Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the gym, though. No. I don't think it's the gym. I think it's just if your wife wants to be your wife, or if your husband wants to be your husband. If you got somebody you love, mm. you want to see them happy. You want to be a part of their happiness. Yeah. So you do whatever you need to do in your power to make them happy. If you if you can do it, if there's something you can do to make them happy and you just like, I'm not doing it, that's just selfish. And why even be married? Like, I know I can do this to make you happy, but I don't want to do it. That's not selfish. I mean, especially if your partner is a personal trainer. It'd be one thing if it's just like you and I are eating nothing but Krispy Kreme. And then you're just like, <laughs> you see what I'm you saying? Look you, know, like you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see, that's Nigga, fucked up. Why don't you look like Idris? I mean, I guess I see what you're saying, but the bigger part of me is like, you don't owe nobody, you know, your body. In right, marriage, you, you have do. to be honest see, about that. Okay. You know, I'm going to let, I'm gonna let married niggas have have that because I just simply cannot fathom a situation where I would ever you have to like, be, honest be like it. that you I would never be honest yeah I'm it. being honest like that is not something that is for I'm me. saying individually <laughs> yeah be honest right. about it. if you're just like right. I don't give a fuck like the buck stops there for me marriage nah. and all then that's what it is and you have to then realize if that marriage is gonna work for you right. or not divorce is a thing yeah. that happens let me, let me tell happen. y'all this yeah. is not a woman thing 
I owe this woman here to be in the best shape of my life until I die. Mainly because if I want her to be attracted to me and to have that same passion and fire in her eyes, I can't just let myself fucking go. I owe it to her to be the best version of myself. Like, I don't think that that's a woman. Only women owe that to men. I think that's just a people thing. Right. Why not take care of yourself to the best version, to be the best version of yourself for your significant other? If you can and you generally You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the, like, if she wants, though. That's what the two of you want to do. That's what I'm saying. If she wants that. Trust me, I have days when I just don't want to. Now, look, if you say to me, but if you say to me, you don't want it. (laughs) No, no. But I'm saying if you say to me, you don't want that for me, Mm -hmm. and you like the value, I don't care if you gain 300 pounds. All right, then. So then I get, then I could gain three hundred pounds. People are not gaining three hundred pounds be just to be spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> if you gain three hundred pounds, something is wrong. So <laughs> stopped working. Exactly. I'm just listen, I'm exaggerating, but I'm just <laughs> right. saying. Like, right, but I agree, I agree with you. We got to be honest about what it is. And I mean, if it's going to be an accountability thing, I think sometimes you need that accountability partner. Like sometimes I know in our relationship, I need sometimes for Deval to be like Kadeen, like sis, what exactly yeah. are you trying to do? Right. You bitch and moan about everything, your goals and aspirations <laughs> and your dreams yes. well them shits ain't gonna come if you don't get yourself together and I'm imagining at the very least that the person that you're you know mm-hmm. spending the rest of your life with should be the person if anyone that you can take that from even yes. if it That's means my point. Yes. that you're mad Mr. at them Ray. and then the next day when you wake up and it's time for breakfast it's like now you didn't have to say that shit the way that you said it but mm-hmm. I guess I understand what the fuck you were I would just be quick I, I would guess. be like oh, okay I'm gonna file this moment in my head and then the very next time that nigga be like Let's fry some chicken. Let's go get Chris, come on, like, son. Oh, mm, I actually just am really focused right now. Chris, Chris. On being come on, the son. Camera. Come on. <laughs> I mean, if you pick one person to spend the rest of your life well, with. See, why would I do that? That's what I'm saying, but that's what marriage is. Okay, right. So, see, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But that, the person we're answering the question for no, is married, sure though. Well, see, right, but that but person see, is married, though. But the though. thing with Allie is I think she's giving us a lot of conflicting information. Like, she says her husband is like, oh, it's fine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I love you. I'm attracted to you. You're sexy. But then it's also he still makes comments about my weight mm-hmm. and blah, 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 and I'm not comfortable. So it's like... You kind of got to figure out what you want to do, Allie. That's true. Are That's you are, are yeah. you ready mm-hmm. to pers- like? I personally think weight loss just to lose weight is foolish. But if that's what you want to do, then mm-hmm. go for it. Like that's as absolutely a person your prerogative. Also, again, who to Deval's point, as a person who also enjoys sex and being with Talk someone forever. Mm-hmm. I not only want to see you and be turned on, <laughs> I want you to see me and be turned yeah. on. Oh it my has to go so yes. If yes. that me and is that a man you, thing? For yeah. you, that might not have anything to do with my size. You know, it could mm-hmm. be the way that I cut my hair, a, the type of clothes the beard I wear. Thing. Yes. The beard. Yes. Oh. Maybe, you know, whatever. Yes. You the only reason beard. why I grow my beard. But that's a great point though. I wonder if that's a man thing. I I don't know. Because I feel the same way. I want my significant other to be so turned on when they see me that it wakes up something that when we go to have sex that you just so like, oh, I got to have sex with him. Like, yeah. that's that's what I want. That's why for me it's so important and I am everything that you want in a man. And and as men, we want that from the people that we're dating. And sometimes I feel like that doesn't happen from women. I mean, I really do mm. 100% understand that. I just don't think like needling somebody or 
trying to like shame or push them is the way to get them to change their habits. And that's like, why you have I would to. assume if my partner gained a bunch of weight out of nowhere that something was going on. They were eating for emotional reasons, something that they hadn't talked about, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe something's going on internally, something's mm-hmm. wrong. But they may, there may just be a new chip that's out and you just can't <laughs> get enough of it. You never fucking know. All I'm saying is just be for real. He like, said a new chip. A new be chip. true. For real. Just everybody be honest about your communication right. about what no, you want. No, it's true because ladies be coming out with all these different random things. And chips, some of them like, are good as fuck. The jerk chicken chip he and all sorts of shit. You like, just never know. What are you supposed to do when purple bag Doritos are around? <laughs> That's the real question. You seen the 2019 lineup of Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Dumb shit's right all there. All right. All right. Our next question comes from Daenerys who says, I have oh, a co-worker boy. named Ben. We are just friends and there will never be anything more than that. Mm-hmm. His wife and I had a friendship <laughs> yes. where she has been in my house and slept over before. Up until yesterday, there was no hint of any kind of trouble between mm. the two of them. Mm. Then I got a text from his wife. Mm. I am coming to you woman to woman. Oh, I'm God. sorry I can't say this face to face because the shit won't be pretty. I just wanted to let you know that I'm questioning our friendship. Ben is easily influenced and he is obviously attracted to you. You may or may not know that, but I know that. I can see it. He's easily manipulated. No lie, I'm jealous as fuck that he pays attention to you all more than me. I'm not here to compete. With all due respect, leave my husband the fuck alone. We can talk later if needed. Whoa. Now, as a a woman, I sympathize with feelings of inadequacy within a romantic relationship, but I have received therapy to address that shit. This text was Before out of left after. field. <laughs> <laughs> Always after. <laughs> Always after. Yikes. This text was out of left field and I feel like she was trying to threaten me and needs to and needs to be put in her place when it comes to coming out of pocket to the wrong person. She needed to address her issues with her man and not me. This isn't a friendship I need or require. Within an hour of her sending me that message, her sisters added me on social media and started liking my pictures and tagging him on others. This high school bullshit does not sit well with me and just shows that I'm dealing with little children with many issues. I feel stuck between a rock and a hard place. Do I cuss her out for coming at me the wrong way or do I take the high road and delete and block everybody involved? Please help. I'm ready to go full mad queen and burn this shit down. Thank you, Daenerys. A rock and a hard place. Well, so I guess it's because this is her coworker. (laughs) Right. I was going to ask her. Yeah. Because I thought I heard coworker. Right. Uh And and I would be stunned if my coworker's wife texted me out of nowhere talking about, you maybe can't tell that my man wants you, but I can. That's my business. Right. Right. And she slept over at her house too. Right. Like, like y'all what does been... that even mean? Y'all having sleepovers and shit, and now all of a sudden you feel some kind of way? Right. So, as a married woman, and of course, you and Deval have heard it on the podcast, y'all talk about how you fully expect the other to be attracted to, you know, fine men, fine women, because they're human beings. And of course, you see somebody fine, they're fine. Right. But how do you handle it? Um, maybe not like you being jealous over him or another woman, but like, how would you handle yourself in this situation if somebody came to you like this about they man or anything else? You mean if I was the married woman now texting this woman? Well, no, because I feel like like, that would be right. That that, was totally not my character to do some shit like that. That No, I mean, like if, if you were on the other side of it where you felt like you and this girl were friends, we cool. Of of course, I'm not like looking at your man or worried about your fucking man, girl. Like we just work together. Absolutely. What do you say to You're her? You're addressing the wrong person. Right. See? I, clearly, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Your <laughs> yes. issue is not with me. Right. You're, you're upset with me because your man finds me attractive? Right. Like, 
that's the issue there. So that you could just having. be like, first of all, girl, everybody's man finds me attractive. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm Kadeen Ellis. I'm literally so fine. You're so stupid. <laughs> I'm everybody's man the truth, and a woman. That's a mess. Like, how would you handle that at work? Like what? There Once are... your wife done went off the deep end and started texting your coworkers. Oh, if that was my wife? Yeah. That, 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 yeah. If you were the husband in this situation, if you were the Ben. Deval would have snatched my ass all the way up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you embarrass me like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I probably would have. <laughs> but what? First you, of all, why because, you liking bitches that work though? First That's of all, first of all, I just I'm kind of flabbergasted. First of all, yeah, I'm blown away. Yeah, this that, that I like this. Works. This to me sounds very, very middle school, juvenile, very juvenile, very yeah, middle it school. Does. It sounds but I do understand that people take their spouses very serious, and I wonder if him and his wife had a conversation. Because this don't seem like something that just comes out of nowhere. Normally, things come to a head. And I wonder, as a man, is if them two were, you know, if they had conversations, I don't know about her, I don't know about her, then she found something and then blacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, I'm kind of wondering, like, how everything be fine and then it's just, like, out of nowhere. Right. Why is she so jealous? Right. I'm, I was assuming, and I often assume in situations like this, <laughs> that the Ben put her through some shit. Mm. And so now... Like, he's probably cheated before. She just loses it anytime he's around a a pretty girl or around someone she knows Mm. he might be attracted to. to. Because it's like, it doesn't even sound like from what she sent that she's working within reason or you can speak to her logically. (laughs) Yeah, no. Because she's she's already said, you may not know that he's attracted to you, but But I I do. So that means history. Why are you talking to me, girl? So like, you know that I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That I, that's yeah. why to me it was crazy. Like you know what, this leads me to believe that the only reason why there was even a sleepless yes. situation was that the wife was coming in to check this bitch exactly. out. And like, Let me see what her I deal was gonna is. say that too. Yeah, wow. right. Because like, where was this whole sleepover situation coming from? Oh, and now all of a sudden, like, uh, let right. me scope this bitch out, see so, what her deal is, and then I will arrive at my conclusion. So I'm it telling you, had nothing to do with her. Ben didn't put her through some shit, probably. or Ben is just you know <laughs> yeah. maybe probably. fucked up and been a little insensitive and the way that he's described I don't know but mm. she or ben through got a type some kind of right through some sort of experience yeah. with the man that has nothing to do with you obviously mm-hmm. she, I think that's true and she either knows that she can't go to him and right. say anything to him about it or she knows that like but what is coming to nothing. me gonna do well and that's she's right not, just, like a but, scare tactic or you trying to intimidate her I don't this, know. Is, this, is, this is the thing though we got to answer her question. Mm-hmm, what right. should she do? Now, there's two devouts. There's <laughs> Petty Deval. Petty Deval. And, and Petty Petty Deval. Right. <laughs> Petty Petty Deval would make this an HR issue. Oh, bitch, Ooh. you want to fuck with me? Oh. You sent me emails. Your, your sisters are doing this. I'm going to send these <laughs> emails to HR and it's going to be an issue for you and your man. Yep. Because that's a problem. You can't just attack me via email for something that you clearly stated in the email I may not know what's going on. And see, that's I don't like Petty Petty Deval. I don't like fighting words. Right? Like, that's... Yeah. Baby, that's Petty, Petty DeVal. And them there sound like fighting Petty DeVal. Petty DeVal. <laughs> I'm like... I would fuck with her. That's just me. Well, I would fuck uh, with her. No. In what sense? Sir, if I, sir. If, I'm just saying... I'm talking about just being, like, playfully. If I'm... If I'm... <laughs> She don't got no time for that. No, I, she don't. Go that's why. That's why. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. It's petty and petty, petty about. <laughs> Realistically, what she should do is just block him and not talk to him. Yeah, but that's simple. All of them. But then here's the thing, though, right? With people like that, it's impossible 
to kind of get rid of people like saying, that yeah. because her sister's following her, liking pictures and stuff. Like, yeah, that's like, nuts. come on. What am I supposed to do? I didn't know nothing was going on. Now you're going to attack me and harass me? What's right. she supposed to do now? Just sit back and be a vi- be be bullied? Yeah, I think if I were you, Daenerys, I would wait until I saw Ben at work again and I can't imagine that he doesn't already know about this. But I would be all up in his face like, what the fuck is wrong with your wife? Did you involve yeah. me in? Yeah. Right, because yeah. this is absolute bullshit. And I think... You know, your your thing about going to HR is very, you know, hashtag white woman, but Tells it you. works as well. You can yes. be like, uh, excuse uh-huh. me, I'm being harassed. I love yes, that's <laughs> Mama literally that said, I I don't want to do this in person because it wouldn't be pretty. Bitch, that to me that's, is a fighting that's statement. Threat. That's a threat. Yeah, that's that's a threat. That means you're going yes. to that's fight me. So, and you're going to fight me over something you over have what? already acknowledged. I probably don't know. And you know, know where about. I work? Oh, and it's not what? right. And you know where I live. You've been in my house. What, what is? What am I supposed to do at, at this point? point? Right. What am I supposed I have to do at this point? The I would make this an HR issue. It sounds corny. Call everybody called the sounds FBI corny, that was searching for me when the so find me. Call them all. It's so wild to me that a woman would go to her husband's coworker with um, an issue that she came that she has discovered instead of her own actual husband. Not like, to me. Because <laughs> you know, either, I texted her back like, "Bitch, I literally cannot help you." Because you know. <laughs> You know, either, you know, you're wildin' and there's nothing that this nigga's really doing wrong and you're just, you know, a little bit off your rocker. Or you gonna stay with this nigga even though he's trash. And has done trash shit before, And has done trash shit before. And so your only way of feeling like you have some control in this (laughs) is going after the woman who has nothing to do with it, don't care. I can, like, sort of paraphrase what I would say. Uh I would respond. As well as going (laughs) Oh, I definitely would. That's why I said I would fuck with her. It would sort of be no, like, listen, it's so... It's going to be an acrimony situation. It would be very professional, very concise. HR. Said. Um, HR. So you don't have to worry about me and Ben ever. I will HR. no longer be speaking to him unless work is involved. Oh, Lord. I will also be showing him this email so he knows what's going on. Um, but yeah, not interested. You have nothing to worry about. I Never wish you guys was. the absolute yeah. worst. And... Um, but you know, as far as it not being pretty when you and I see each other, yeah. let's just mm-hmm. you know let's, let's just correct that. the tone on that. <laughs> That's just not something I take bitch, lightly or play with. Right? It really won't be so, pretty if you come to me. I just like want this, you to understand that with this, hands are willing and able <laughs> yes. to be passed. Out. I need you to understand you're not just gonna so, whoop my ass. Why? <laughs> Why get it's to run up a bill happen. at the hospital? It's not been over happen. just assumptions, right? Let's just all Clearly. move into the future. Woo, <laughs> you know, girl, sent amicably and blocked. I'm still, I'm still flabbergasted by. <laughs> Come on, I know you don't know what's going on, but what? I do. <laughs> but you sent me an email. Crazy. <laughs> That's ultra crazy. You, you, like, what do you even say then? Okay. You really texted me and right. said, I'm going to let my feelings out and direct them towards you even though you have no, no idea, idea what's going on. Exactly. But then she said, stay away from my husband. He works here. <laughs> I have to see this nigga. I cannot stay. Me and this nigga is on the same team for the next seven months on Yo, this project. I cannot stay away from being, that's girl. That's crazy. <laughs> Go to HR. Yeah, I think HR, HR yeah. is probably mm-hmm. the best. Totally Go to girl. HR. To be honest with you. I, I would I actually address, I would address Ben first and be like this girl your wife like 
I just because I don't want him to get in trouble behind her stupid shit. I don't shit. care. But <laughs> I'm with you. Me or I'm self like, preservation. Group all of them together. Self preservation. Exactly. Yeah, he Look can be CC'd in the birds you know. of a feather. There you go. You can CC him. Self preservation. All right. Last question. This one comes from Anila. She says, "I was invited to a friend's wedding earlier this year with a bunch of other coworkers. I reached out to one of the invitees that I was close to back then and asked." Asked if she would be interested in sharing a hotel room with me. I am just finishing up grad school and cannot afford to pay for an entire room all by myself. She said she wasn't sure of her plans and would let me know in April. I checked in again with her then and she ignored my message. Ultimately, I asked the bride for a plus one so my partner could come with me and split the expenses. Excuse me. Today, the quote unquote friend sent a message to our group chat asking if anybody wanted to share her, her hotel room because apparently another one of our friends had to travel for work last minute and will no longer be able to attend the wedding. I realized the two of them planned to share a room and instead of just being straight with me about it and saying that they were sharing, they just ignored and avoided my multiple inquiries. This has left a bitter taste in my mouth and I don't really want to interact with her at the wedding. I know we will all be seated together and expected to hang out since we know the bride. I don't want to create drama at or before somebody else's wedding, but I feel like her behavior was childish and I don't want to engage with her. How do I get through the wedding maturely, but at the same time, keeping my distance? As an FYI, it is an Indian wedding, so it will be like four days long. Let, let it right. go. Let Thanks it go. Yeah. Like that's, let it go. Fry, that's let that's it an go. easy one to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't waste no time or energy with people on dumb shit. Right. Like, first of all, you can't tell people how to deal with, with you. All right. I ain't like the way you dealt with me, so I can keep it moving. It's an Indian wedding, which means it's probably going to be about 500 people there, right? Right. It goes on for four days. Right. 500 people, you can find somebody else I'm to saying. talk to. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? In like, crowd, that's, like, you know, even if we absolutely. had the same table. I, and I, I appreciate her saying she doesn't want to interrupt the bride's day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was Don't really going to ask deal. Kadeen, like, your yeah. wedding day, would you right. even nah. want to be approached? Yeah, I know you wouldn't want to be approached no. with no stupid shit about like, these I'm, bitches I'm arguing over a room. Uh, my cousin's wedding, uh, helping her plan with that and, and bachelorette and bridal festivities that's already, like, tanking with people who are just, like, falling by the wayside. And I'm just like, oh where did God. you find these friends? Quote, unquote, friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be by mm-hmm. your side on your wedding day. I mean, you're attending as a guest. There's no reason to get the bride all riled up about it there's way too many people there and it's not even that big of a deal like if yeah, they don't want to be if they don't want to be in a room with you it's they're not. doing you a favor by just leaving you out of it I then think what, her feelings are hurt though happened? that they didn't just say that that they didn't just say girl we already rooming together right you know, or we don't want a room with you well, right so you feel like why wouldn't you just say something instead of ignoring me or acting like you ain't seen my text well here's here's the thing too sometimes people feel that they're friends with people who you're not really friends with oh well, you, you might have just been acquaintances <laughs> it's and, true maybe they don't owe you anything they work together Yes, right. so yeah. maybe so, they don't owe you anything. Maybe true. it's a thing where now you have a clearer understanding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of where you fall in the line of priorities. Now that you know that, don't give them point. the power to feel like, because now you give them the power. I don't like the way you dealt with me. Now they feel like they have some over you. Going in, have right. a good old Y'all time, were friends. get you a couple of drinks. You're not going to remember yeah, what like that, happened that, anyway. That don't matter I mean, the much. upside is that now you get to bring your partner, mm-hmm. man, who You see what I'm saying? Right. And so now y'all get to get drunk at somebody else's wedding, go back to the room, get, get crazy, in, nasty. Do what you got to do. Yep. And let's be clear, she was making business decisions the entire time. She wasn't <laughs> making any of these decisions thinking about how other people feel. She was making these decisions based on the fact that she don't want to pay yeah. For the room, so it's right. like right. It you didn't even invite financial. your right, right. <laughs> you didn't invite your partner until they flopped, right? Exactly. So like now you're you gonna be mad at them. A coin boo, 
You pretty don't much did the same bad. thing. Like, don't feel bad. Just go go chill. Have drink somebody oh, else. So yeah, this is super. And uh, no I would be offended like that myself. people didn't just say that to me though. I would be like, damn, that. bitch, you couldn't just say something. Like, are you scared that. of me? Or, like, you I couldn't just give me the because then I could have planned weeks ago to right. bring my man. What I was gonna do and, right. exactly. So but, that would get on my nerves. But will you let that? affect you for four days at a wedding where you okay. get free no, of alcohol? I'm, I'm going to turn up and have a good time. <laughs> no. But I I think if we were together, like if we were in the same space, I would have to say something about it because it's bothering me and I can't be fake with you. Mm-hmm. But I also oh, see, am... I can. Yeah, As I can me, totally I'm the same. I'm, I'm not, not giving exist. you that benefit of the doubt. I can't. Like, I, cannot ha- I cannot sit and have a conversation with you without bringing it up. Oh, but see, I don't need to have a conversation with if you. If we had a the table, then I can sit there and nope. ignore you. But I'll a conversation, I'm not going to act like. But nope. you don't have like to. you didn't do that. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> well, I mean, it's four days long. Who knows? I don't know what all is going to go on. Let me tell you something. And I was going to say this early on. This, to me, it's super easy. A, you don't like. <laughs> I you're agree. you're not getting married to this person. You're pissed at you. Know, you're so That's like not you just being present at mm-hmm. this wedding. If they pissed you off, it again. Be honest with yourself. If your feelings are hurt, that's fine. But. In a way, to me, this just means that there are less people I'm obligated to speak to. Yes, I don't have Absolutely. to say anything to you. I will literally act yes. like you are invisible the entire four days. We need to go to a wedding together because I would do the same shit. It's not hard. <laughs> there and you go. For some people, that energy is almost punishment in itself. Hell yeah. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say nothing to me? Then they're like, what, what, what's, what's wrong with such and such? Oh, they didn't say anything to uh-huh. me. While you're minding your whole ass business exactly. for days. And there'll be okay. roomies, roomies going back to the hotel room talking about, did you remember? Well, she didn't even do X, Y, Z. She didn't even talk she to us. You're going to be talking to town, girl. It's all right. You'll be all right. You will be just fine. Yeah. By day two. I think all of y'all are more involved than I am on this. I would, I would definitely be stuck on, but the bitch could have just texted me though. Like, I would definitely be like, I would have an attitude. So, so let me I say would, this though. I wouldn't start no shit at nobody's wedding. That, that, that I won't no, do. Definitely not. We that I won't that. do. What if you say that to her? Then you find out that they didn't even really consider you that close of friends. Now, after you said that and expressed your feelings of how hurt you are, mm-hmm. everybody's laughing because it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> now you have a table of people laughing like, <laughs> wouldn't you feel bad now that well, you just no. gave them all I, that power? I feel like a derelict. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't for a couple of reasons. First of all, because other people's reactions don't really affect me. Like, you can feel like what I did was stupid. I still did it. I'm still going to own it and stand but up But you let in that it. affect but, you? No, no, no. But my thing is... If, if we have a conversation and she says, well, girl, we just not that close. I want to share a room with you. I'll say, okay, and did that keep, why, why would that keep you from sending a text message saying that? Mm. Why would that keep you from saying that? I totally understand that. Like, to be I could if we're not yeah. that close, why you wouldn't just text me back and be like, girl, I have other plans. Period. And we could have avoided all this. I learned like late 20s and even still, I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to that I am an individual. The way that I think, the way that I operate is not the norm. And mm-hmm. not everybody is going to do, not everybody is as upfront or willing mm-hmm. to True. say certain things. Because I'll just say whatever comes to my mind and think that because I didn't say it disrespectfully that you shouldn't take it away. I agree. And some people just will because they're not ready to hear what you're going to say or the honesty, which is like maybe we just 
aren't that close, girl. And I would appreciate that you say that. I wouldn't even take that. Yeah. Uh, that I would not be seriously. hurt by a girl like that. Even if plans. I thought we were good friends and you were like, I just didn't consider that. That's true. I'll just take that. That's not going to hurt my right. feelings. So I get what you're saying. But yeah. given the space and the time that you're in, <laughs> I'm ghosting you. I don't see you at all you until right this four all. or five days wedding. is over. Yeah. And then, yeah. first of all, by the time that the wedding is over, I probably won't even give a fuck to say anything to you right. anymore. Wedding, wedding is done. Week. But even wedding if I did, done. then it's a better environment yeah, anyway right. for you to get it off is that, Don't try to come in the photo booth with me and hold up the little mustache and take pictures. Like <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Okay, we're, we're, doing all that. we're not using the we're wedding hashtag it. together, no, bitch. we not. You're right. That's probably no safer because the, la- the absolute last thing I want to do is cause a scene at somebody else's expensive ass formal event. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, right. That's so that's probably for the best, but... It There's was, a lot of power in ignoring the fuck for me. Yeah. But for me, in the back of my head, oh, I'll just yeah. constantly be like, that bitch No, she could have just mm-hmm. said whatever. Whatever your yeah. reason is, you could have just said it. Yeah. Like, don't do that at an Indian wedding, too, because they'd be like, that's why we don't invite these people. <laughs> Who invited them? I think an Indian girl actually emailed this, but you're right. It would be even more of that. Like, Who invited Crystal? Huh? No. Y'all knew that bitch was ghetto when she got here. Yeah. Um, and I'm going and I'm laughing extra hard at every... <laughs> bitch, I will, if you, you're standing at a group of like six people, <laughs> four people getting hugs. Because I'm skipping you two oh, yes. bitches. I'm acknowledging everyone else. Well, the other one, talk to you. The other one had to travel way. last minute, so she's just going to be in the room by herself, paying the full price by herself. <laughs> and I would literally hug everybody but her. But her. Bitch, you know why we don't speak. We all got a little sprinkling of petty up in here. Y'all all, all of us mad got petty. a little bit of petty up in here. Y'all all need to grow up. We mean y'all. Y'all buy. <laughs> the biggest one up in here. Petty as hell. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about the the new podcast. Oh, well, I guess we kind of already did that, right? Earlier yeah, when yeah we, we covered the podcast. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to like kind of get deeper into it because I listened to the whole first episode today. and mm-hmm. I. But what'd you think? Well, I, first of all, I truly loved it. I okay. love y'all's conversation about marriage marriage like mm. just about the realities of marriage and I know we talked earlier about how people aren't really real enough about that's that at the table girl but I was like <laughs> really that's <laughs> you see you see me with this drink okay I'm struggling <laughs> but I was like interacting with y'all the whole time y'all was talking I Deval, you know you be fucking with her. Leave that girl alone. <laughs> she done had your kids. Thank you. Da, Multiple da, da. times. I be like, I was sitting there like really arguing with y'all and being a part of the conversation. Yeah. I'm like, y'all are, the two of you are obviously good together and the, the YouTube and Instagram and all that is phenomenal. But I think the podcast is like even better because it takes away how fine y'all are. Which, oh, well, thank, thank you. you. Yes, <laughs> well, thanks. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's it's like blatant I mean it's blatant but I'm saying like the two of you are so easy to look at that people may not always internalize the message and that's why podcasts are so dope because people are forced to listen to what you have to what you have to say and I think the two of you and it's not limited Right, and, and then the it's as limited as you, as you like, want it to be. Right, right. and and the fact that y'all are just like so real about the sacrifices and the growth, and you know, just when y'all are talking about how you know you're in college and she eating you know regular ass food, carbs and yeah. shit on your bed, not giving a fuck about impressing you, <laughs> not at all, <laughs> not in the least. <laughs> she loved food, y'all see, she loved food. To this food. day, and mm-hmm. then you know, just seeing, just to <laughs> hear y'all talk about the work it takes to be together for that long. It's not you know, oh, I met my. 
college sweetheart and it was happily ever after like you niggas no. put in real work like, yes you know? we and not to. enough people still, are really to willing day. to talk about the real work so right. shout out to y'all because I, I really I so love the show and, we, and we I'm totally, looking forward to it yeah we totally value your opinion too I mean like DeVal said we didn't really know much about podcasts before we started this other than the read like y'all were it for us so we just feel like to be able to even be in a space like this first podcast no. I ever listened like, to first, no, that, no like I, legit I never listened like, to I'm a, I'm a visual visual person I like yeah. to see mm-hmm. Yeah. so I had no clue what the podcast was until people were tagging me like yo the read talked about y'all the read talked about y'all and I'm like who is the read what is the read <laughs> and then I, you know then I went to the, the Instagram question. page and I started looking at it I was like oh it's a podcast and I'm right. listening to it and I'm like yo these two niggas is crazy <laughs> and I'm like yo they mad funny and then all of our people were DMing us like we love the read oh my right. god we love Wes and Chris we love it yes. so I'm like okay but then we did yeah. under we did understand and it's a little bit of our transparency about how deliberate we are with doing things right mm-hmm. Kadeen always wanted to be in journalism, right? And I know that she's a great interviewer and I know she puts in the work. I feel like through a podcast, like you said, it takes away people, take away people distraction of looking at her. Oh, wow. She's a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. I hope she's as smart as she is pretty. And now you have to listen to someone. You really get to know someone when you yep. hear them first right. and you mm-hmm. say, wow, who is this person? Then you get a chance to see her. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, shit. She could host a TV show. She could be into news. Like that's and that's really what the idea was a part of the podcast. Like we're very deliberate about the choices we make. I like to argue, but when it comes to journalism and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's what she does. Like right. we we did uh we did an interview today with Kenneth Montgomery and uh Jamila. Jamila Lemieux. Jamila yeah. Lemieux, right? And it mm-hmm. was a very hard interview. We were talking about um the black experience in America. We were talking about them attacking women's rights and I got to watch my wife go through these interviews and ask the tough questions and it wasn't a fun play moment she was going through it bringing up litigation and stuff like that I'm like damn that's my my wife (laughs) but it's an opportunity for us to show a deeper part of who we are and like you said not the shallow everybody knows I like my wife twerk they know I like that she's cute everybody everybody knows that you know but this is a different side of who we are they don't know about my community service they don't know that I'm very big on being cultured and I, and I like to talk about the black experience this is an opportunity for them to see us in a different light yeah. and after a while for a, of doing it you'll start to like realize how much of your experience in your life you've shared with people mm-hmm. because it'll be like a couple months a year or so in, and you'll be like you know about that thing that happened when I was seven at the <laughs> yeah. that happened park. twice today like, when you like said something I was like moments. Crystal knows yeah. that like, yeah Crystal I sure moments. do Crystal knows that cause you talked all about it and she listened hard I was enjoying myself so I didn't remember all y'all little stories and no, what really so funny it really stuck with me how y'all talked about how y'all approach life so differently and yeah. how you still make that you still make it compatible with the two of you. Like, yeah. you stopped trying to be Kadeem, what you thought DeVal wanted, oh, DeVal, yeah, what you thought Kadeem wanted, and you both just loved yours. You fell in love with each other as each other. That's, that's truly beautiful. That's no, the truth because we, we said it recently. Yeah. I feel like I'm dating a new person. Yeah. Because when she turned 30 and I turned 30 was finally when I was like, you know what? I'm tired of trying to be who I think Kadeem wants me to be. I'm going to be who the fuck I want to be. Yes. Right. And, and not she, just me, but society. Because true, we even talked true. about like, those those milestones that you should have in life like oh by 25 yeah. I found mm-hmm. somebody and by 28 I should be married and have finished having kids by 32 and it's like who put those standards on people yeah. mm-hmm. like if you yeah. don't aspire to be married 
oh well like right. that's your life if you don't right. aspire to have children oh, well. don't have them because there'll right. be less, less fucked up people in this world if yes. they just stop having you know so there was really these like societal pressures that we felt like yeah. we had mm-hmm. when we felt like we got married at a time where we both weren't ready for that yeah. you know and then we yeah. didn't realize that till after the fact and it was yeah. a lot of correcting those wrongs so you know we yeah. try to be as open as we can about it because we know that so many people have been mm-hmm. in our shoes yes. they are yeah. in our shoes and we yeah. have people who are younger now like in their their, their late teens early 20s who are like DMing and, and emailing us just like oh my goodness like this is giving me so much insight so I can really assess what it is I'm trying to do in yeah. the next 10 years of my life yeah. right. Right. you know and those are the conversations we didn't have the luxury well, well the funny thing is I'm having conversations now with young men that are completely Amen. different than they were 10 years ago for example I got young men my college guys are like asking me how to work through relationship issues with their girlfriend and I'm like damn you're, ni- you're 19 you're in college and you're Good. like, you know, I, I watched the vlog and I noticed that you and Kadeen said about this and my girlfriend does this. Like, what tools can you give me to help? And I'm like, he asking me about tools to get the relationship. Back in the day, Mm-mm. this would have been like, man, fuck this bitch. I got all these <laughs> other bitches out here I can fuck with. And, and we all would have been that way. I'm yeah, not saying right. just them. I, right. I was like the 19, same exact way. What you think about trying to be 19, with somebody 19? Yo, 19, I was not trying to have a girlfriend. I was on my rap shit. You know, these hoes ain't loyal. You know what I'm saying? Me and my boys, was, we gonna drop an album. Like, we was, it was oh all about God. fuck as many girls as did you can. Why did every nigga think they was gonna drop an album? Did you see the picture he posted <laughs> recently with him and his three, fr- three friends yes. on the sweet life back in... We had, we all had long t-shirts. We had on stocking caps. You were on the sweet we had our, life. We had our middle fingers up. Oh my God. It was just, it was just so bad. <laughs> it was kids. just so bad. We were kids. Yeah. 19. We were yeah. 19. The sweet and, life, the Paris Hilton reality show or the sweet life <laughs> Zach and Cody. No, it was no, it was a sweet life meaning they were living together in college. Oh, together. I'm trying to yeah. think about what I, I thought you so meant mad. like they were on a set. <laughs> what were you talking? No, I thought like, she meant. What? Did you God see him and his it. friends on God the sweet life? I'm like, you niggas was on Crystal. the sweet life. God damn it, Crystal. God damn it. I was about to have a whole Somebody lot more questions. Take her drink. Somebody take her drink. Somebody please take her drink. You have though the sweet and kind that work makes the room for you to like half line with each other and also. So to break down the wall of yeah. like refusal to have conversation and stuff because yeah, I think that absolutely. you promote like that that's how I know that I can watch your your videos or listen to your podcast and hear y'all disagree or even tease each other and know where it comes from because I know that y'all yeah. do the work right and that's yeah. inspiring and I think that it's useful for, useful for couples across the board just because like even we get emails all the time like my husband snores and I hate it and I don't know yeah. what to do uh tell him like, like, <laughs> talk to him about it right, right. Right. a lot of people say you know I don't know how to do this without hurting their feelings and I just don't know that you can always communicate without hurting somebody's Somebody feelings. feelings. But if y'all have committed to being together, then you have got to learn how to talk to that person. Absolutely. And, <laughs> I, and I would take the honesty and the transparency over you trying to tiptoe around my feelings uh, any day. Same. Yeah. Like, tell what, me what it is. What do we What do we say to each other before we're about to be very, very honest and we know it's going to hurt? Oh, Lord. <laughs> what do we say to each other? <laughs> we go to each other and be like, all right, truth, truth moment. moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's... So if I'm she like, says oh, Lord, me, let me brace right. myself. If, if she says truth moment to me, I know what she's about to say probably going to hurt. Yeah. But I got to take it. Right. And so I I'm love like, that. Like, even that yeah. is something that is that is set in place by the two of yeah. you. And yeah. it's like a buffer to handle those human moments. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, 
it's basically a keyword or a trigger word yeah. or whatever you want right. to go to. Like, Something like look, that. I'm, right. I'm about to go there. There's so you warning. already know. I'm about to be real with yeah. you. Like, these are the words that we put right. together <laughs> yes. that remind you I love you even though <laughs> yes. you're not going to like this. Yes. Absolutely. So, it's yes. coming from a good place. Yes. Yes. Got to do that work. Just don't get aggravated and be like, oh, well, my bags are packed. I left the note in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, y'all make marriage look worth it. I'll say that. No, it, it, it I was. I would say it is. Moment. I would say. I would say it is worth it. You know what? You know what? I sometimes I, I kind of compare marriage to because people say to me all the time, "You did a vlog about marriage being a bad contract," and I'm it like, is. "Well, it fucking Especially is a bad contract. Oh what kind? Like, God. what do you a mean? It, it is. Contract? And like, so if it's a bad contract, why would you do it? I said, "Well, everything you choose to do as a human in life isn't about something being right or wrong." I said, I'll "Give you an example. Alcohol is not healthy, right?" But you drink it, right? Because it feels mean, good. I mean, one glass of red wine a day has so been the doctor shown. said. Patron. Patron. There's no okay. wine. <laughs> I was like, there's no wine anywhere I feel in here. <laughs> no, but you're right. But to me, to me, marriage is a choice. It's not a necessity. It's something that you choose, just like veganism. This is my path in life. And everything about it ain't gonna be perfect. Everything about it ain't gonna seem right to everybody else, but it's my fucking choice. Yes. So since it's my choice and I'm doing it, it's worth it to me. It's worth it. The choice I make may not be the choice for you or the choice for you or the choice for you, but it's my choice. And there's a constant so, choice with marriage too. Like you have to yes, constantly every day. choose, every yes. day choose <laughs> yes. to be in the situation and be engaged and to want to be there. Like it's not like something that's just going to happen yeah. by itself. Yeah. And it that's doesn't. why, that's why I say y'all make it look worth it. Cause to me that does not sound like fun. I don't want to choose no nigga every day, but me. It's so, not. It's not mm-hmm. always fun. Yeah, it's, it's not. The, we, yo, we no, but not even fun. Like y'all make it look worth the sacrifice, worth right. the effort, and like it is. I, yeah, it, is. it is. I definitely. We. Like I will honestly him, yes. say we have so many more good times than bad times. Like when people mm-hmm. say stuff like marriage isn't. It's a lot of hard work. It sounds so daunting. Right. But when you put in the work, those those working days become shorter. It, it reminds me of life, right? You work so hard in the beginning parts of life so that you can retire early, so mm-hmm. you can enjoy the rest. Marriage yeah. is the same way. Mm-hmm. You work if you work your ass off in the beginning to get through those tough parts, you get to a comfort zone where you know we can retire from the bullshit and we can be comfortable because we know we good. That's beautiful. Like that's mm-hmm. that's really where where yeah, where it really comes with like an understanding. After it does. Right. It does Gross. come with understanding. I've always believed mm-hmm. if you go into the if you go into marriage with the idea that it's this huge never-ending project that sucks and is so hard then, then that's why kind of what's yeah. going what you're going to get from you. it yes. right. like to me if I'm in a relationship with someone and we've made the agreement to be fair to each other to love each other and to have a good time that doesn't have to yes. we could never get married and still drive each other yeah. fucking crazy and you're right miserable. you're absolutely right. right so I mean I don't really right. so I would rather never get married and have a good time I want like an Oprah situation <laughs> You know, that nigga can have his own cottage on and my Stedman property. And Stedman is happy. I don't see on nothing wrong with house. that. It ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't that. see nothing wrong with that. If, if, Oprah don't have no good reason to get legally married to nobody no, else. Not even with a not. prenup. And like, maybe agrees. that's just her thing. And she agrees. Right. And, and as happy. long as they're happy with their relationship, what the rest of us thinks truly does not matter. Absolutely. Who are we to judge? Okay, so where <laughs> can people listen to the, the podcast? And find out more about the Ellis's. Oh, well, I mean, sure, well, we, we can everywhere. Um, so we are on anywhere you can listen. You can to pretty your much podcast. listen anywhere you listen. Um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, everywhere. Stitcher. Yeah. You just gotta just type in dead ass D E A D space A S S. 
with Kadeen and DeVal. Absolutely. Type or go it in to and you can find us. Deadasspodcast.com. Yeah, deadasspodcast. Yeah. That, uh, com. Yeah. And yeah. we're also there as well. And of course, follow us on YouTube. We have our little social sitcom with yes. our babies. The Ellis's. The you Ellis's. Will fall in love the with Ellis's. the children. They are oh, so adorable and so hilarious. That baby came here to, to change things, okay? Kyron. Let me tell you, the next time, the next time we're up in here, we have to bring them. You have to. Oh we my have God. to. They're going to tear this place up. They are. And I'll be like, that's right, baby. Break them. it all. <laughs> Let's I will break help it. them. Let's just break it. <laughs> oh my goodness. They, Listen, they are. Never take up too much of your time. Yeah, Kadeen and no, Deval. It's always so much fun to see you. Let me tell you. No, it's fun. It is fun. So it is literally fun. Here. It is fun coming in. We literally just, come back whenever. We just want. fall into conversation. We could sit here all fucking night. So I, I feel legit. the same way. We well, we got you gotta have you guys have to come on our podcast. Oh, I'm oh, down I can't wait. For you have to. You have to. Shout out to our straight friends, Kadeen and Deval. Your unicorn man Deval over here too, right? We have like four other straight friends. Yeah, keep your circle. Right. Keep your circle. You gotta count, you know, you don't want things to get out of control. All right. We're gonna take a quick break and then we will come back and see you guys in a second. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so it is now time for us to do the read. It is. Do you know what you want to say this week or who you want to cuss out or what you're talking about? You know, I, again, I was enjoying myself in Miami. Nobody <laughs> really, really worked my nerves this weekend. Um, do you mean to tell me you missed Ben Carson's appearance in front of the I did, actually. I heard about it, but I haven't. <laughs> I haven't looked at that yet. So you actually have to see this video if you haven't already. Ben Carson, um, who is part of the most inept cabinet staffed by the most inept president in United States history. Unfortunately. He is the Housing and Urban Development Secretary. Yes, he is the Housing and Urban, Urban Development Secretary. And um, at one point, uh, Representative Katie Porter asked him about the disparity in REO rates and mm. asked him if he knows what an REO is. Now, of course, you and I don't know because this is not our fucking job. Right. It is his job because mm. he 
is, like I said, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Not only, so Katie asked him if he knew what an REO was, and he was like, an Oreo? And she said, no. Literally not the fucking cookie. Why would I be asking you? Why would I be asking you about a fucking cookie? (laughs) Like it doesn't. Is Ben Carson really stupid? Like is he, is he like actually an idiot? So my, I've asked myself this so many he, times. He isn't like he's operated on the ba- brains of newborns. But I can't. Ben I don't Carson get it. Is a scientific genius, and yet when it comes to actual policy affecting human beings, he is an absolute dumbass. And it doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. Uh, I know that every doctor, every black medical doctor I know is so incredibly disappointed by him because they looked up to him so much in their childhood and now he's just absolute trash when he talked to Ayanna Presley it was even worse he tried to do the reclaiming my time thing shut the fuck up he did he tried to do reclaiming my time she was like do you understand blah 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 whatever the question was and he said you already know the answer to that and she said I do know the answer I'm asking if you know the answer and he was like oh, reclaiming my time reclaiming my time she said you don't get to do that and then, of course, Maxine Water chimes in. The time belongs to the gentle lady. I <laughs> say, that's right, goddammit. But Ben Carson really tried to play these people like this is a fucking game. This isn't a game. He literally, they asked, uh, one of the reps from New York said, do you know how many people are waiting on the on the waiting list for subsidized housing? And he said, he was flipping the papers. He said, in your district? She said, no, nationwide. If you are the secretary of HUD, this should be something you know off the top of your head. The answer is almost 4.5 million people nationwide. He said, um, there are several hundred thousands. And then she had to chime in and be like, no, nigga, here's the actual literal number. It's not hundreds of thousands. It's literally millions of people who qualify for HUD housing and are on the waiting list to get it. If we have 4.5 million people in America who qualify for help and can't get it, we have a fucking problem. We have a problem with income inequality. I mean, I feel like that's something a six-year-old would understand. 100%. And the solution is not for everybody to move to the middle of America. The solution is for everybody in America to be treated like a human fucking being. I mean, people be like, well, just leave L.A., just leave New York, just leave Miami, just leave Atlanta, just leave San Francisco. Bitch, we're not doing that. We're not going to states where y'all trying to act like it's illegal to have an abortion or illegal to not want to be pregnant just because y'all don't like we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Y'all need to get the fuck together. Ben Carson got um, in front of Congress and made an idiot out of himself. It's sad that that's what it is I cannot believe this man continuously makes himself look so dumb right unfortunately it is what it is I also want to read for the second part of my read a letter from Brianna Jenkins she says I am a 30 year old black trans woman who is tired beyond tired of the apathy and willful willful ignorance from the black cishet community I hate every time the weather breaks for summer because I know there will be an increase in murders against strangers on black trans women the life expectancy of a black trans woman is only 35 years old my heart breaks from malaysia booker of dallas texas who was murdered yesterday when only a month before she was savagely beaten by a mob of black men and it was recorded on camera did you see that this i couldn't this, watch it i couldn't watch it either but i read the story yeah. I, I will not watch the videos but i read the story and absolutely broke my heart but um brianna continues and says these transphobic people condoning death against us be the same ones in our DMs or grinder propositioning Woo! us for Brianna secret sexual relationships slash interactions. 
Ooh. Black cisgender women, y'all need to unpack how y'all are complicit in exploiting pre-op trans women for the D as well. Y'all are not exempt. Y'all exploit us for your secret sexual Ooh. fantasies, but turn around and be the first ones to publicly out us in a dangerous situation for sport or to write about how we deserve yes. to die. Ma'am. Then when we are publicly attacked and murdered, most often black most often by black men y'all are silent or on your hotep shit acting like the violence black trans women are talking about isn't real acting like we bring it on ourselves or acting like we don't already exist in your lives and that you don't have any love for us then y'all wonder why we don't care when folks like I'll, I'll redact that when folks are murdered or when we decline to champion the next black lives matter hashtag because those same people in life said that black trans and queer people like me are a threat to black excellence i'm sick i'm tired rest in peace to malaysia booker claire legato michelle simone and all the other sisters taken from us within days of each other it means so much to hear you stand up firmly for the black trans community you continued support of our community through the years means so much when other black platforms try to attack and silence us signed a black trans woman in need of unconditional love who has always wanted to matter to the black community brianna i just want to say this i grew up in the bible belt i grew up believing that everything was wrong other than absolute piousness and dedication to Christ, which which means I grew up thinking being gay was wrong, and I grew up thinking being trans was wrong. And I want to sincerely apologize for whatever hurt I put out into the universe before I realized how fucking wrong I was about that. And at the same time, I feel like it is my responsibility to dedicate my life to talking about the injustices that Black trans women face. We Black people, we will not be free until the most marginalized us is free and so if you have a problem with poor women dark-skinned women fat women transgender women lesbian or otherwise queer women non-binary women whatever the intersection of oppression may be then you have a problem with all of us there is no liberation without every last one of us period period and so thank you so much brianna for um sending this in i was going to talk about malaysia booker anyway <laughs> me but, too right but i would much rather you did the, you did way better yes than I, I would much rather read the words of somebody actually in our community who can express it way more genuinely than i can and just i want to urge the rest of us to just be better the thing about like gay lesbian bisexual transgender people the thing about even like abortion is that if you don't like it you simply just don't have to participate if you are really against abortion you don't have to have one somebody else's abortion does not affect you at all especially because you're not gonna be there to help somebody go through pregnancy you literally cannot share the pregnancy struggles and then you're not going to be there to help them raise that fucking baby. They can call some random Republican congressman in Alabama and be like, oh, excuse me, sir. Do you mind watching my baby on Wednesday night so I can go to Bible study? They can't call the governor of Alabama a, a white woman who signed this shit into law and say, oh, excuse me, girl, I got to go to work. I got called in, you know, out of nowhere and I got to pay for daycare. So can you watch my child on Saturday morning? They're not going to fucking do that. They don't even really care about your child. They just... Are, they just care so strongly about whatever issue because they believe it relates to Jesus or God or whatever else. And I just, I don't even know where I'm going with this right now. I feel like I'm all over the place, but I, what I want to say, what I want to make clear 
is that I know there are lots of Ben Carsons in the world. I know who are just absolute dumbasses who have no business being in the position they're in. And they have no business being in charge of people when they can't even fucking relate to us. And I know that black trans women are going through so much. And it's like, I think already this year alone, five or six black trans women that we know have been murdered just simply because of who they are and because it makes black cis het men uncomfortable. So I just want y'all to know that I am 100% behind you. I am 100% before you. And if it is the last thing I do, I will fight and advocate for you because you deserve it. And there is no freedom for the rest of us without yours. Amen. And I'm done. Well, thank you again, Brianna, for that. Yes, thank you, riveting girl. Thank you, Brianna. I appreciate it so much. And well read. Because I was absolutely finna go in. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just let my sister tell a story. <laughs> Why not? You know, let them have the moment and, and say it because it means so much more coming from a black trans woman than from me. So I know that was your, do you have a different read or? Oh yeah, no. I just had like three quick things I was going to say. And that was one of them. Okay. So now I have two. Amen. Amen. So first of all, um, I saw a clip today of uh, Ness Nitty from MTV. I saw it too. Reading the fuck out of that little crusty white girl, Janelle, Janelle Evans. From Teen Mom. From Teen Mom. Janelle is the worst mom on earth. <laughs> have you seen Teen Mom? No, I've seen mostly clips of the moms and many of them have been Janelle because of how horrible she, she is. She pulled a gun on somebody in traffic with her child in the car. Because they cut her off. So, Nessa, Nessa who is... <laughs> what a trash individual. Nessa, who um, is Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend. Are they engaged? I, I don't know. I know that. she called him her man, so... But I don't think so, but I wouldn't be surprised if they are soon. Her man. <laughs> um, she was a part of the reunion, uh, the Teen Mom 2 reunion. Uh, Dr. Drew was sitting there and they're talking to Janelle. Now, Janelle, after Nike did that whole campaign with mm-hmm. Colin. Oh, God. Yes. Janelle had a fit with her on her Facebook. <laughs> being uh, another hick dummy. Yep. Talking about. Trash. Um, n- not buying Nike anymore and it, how it's so disrespectful to mm-hmm. the troops and the veterans and mocking Colin Kaepernick, all of that kind of foolishness. <laughs> so what she wasn't expecting or prepared for was for Nessa to be up in her face. Yeah. And very she calmly. She was not ready, yes. <laughs> very respectfully. Nessa said, it's interesting that you're mad at her for spreading lies because me and my man. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, So she basically broke down for this little white girl all of the inaccuracies and what she uh, had posted on Facebook, um, what the kneeling actually meant, which my heart really goes out to those of you who are still trying to get that message and many others through to these white people. When I tell you I'm done, like, I don't know how many more times I'm done. You can tell Mm -mm. people what black lives matter is actually about what kneeling, uh, during the, the star spangled banner or whatever was actually in representation of, or what it, um, 
symbolized or whatever. Like, I know that these folk know that shit, and that's not what it's about. <laughs> it's and I just not. refuse to keep saying the same thing over again. Um, but she did because, of course, A, justice, respect, right. B, that's your nigga. And so... You're going to do what it takes. Fuck did this little white girl think? <laughs> Um, but again, she was very respectful and it was almost like she was coming from a place of love or concern. Like, girl. She said, I want to have an open conversation with you over and over. So. What else does there need Janelle to? Janelle was like, how dare you make teen mom about your own agenda? Of course, when she was given the moment to actually respond to say something mm-hmm. of any form of sense. Right. She did the typical white woman. That's right. Go to move. Yep. Which is to cry and exit the premises. No, I'm just saying it's unfair. This is Teen Mom too. She literally told this girl. She literally said to this girl, "This is supposed to be about my storyline, yep. and you're bringing up your issues." But first like, of all, girl, girl. What? First of all, you bratty, stupid little creature. Get her. This isn't. Just like the issues that we're talking about, I of course have I of course have no expectation for you to actually understand that. But you're not going to speak yes. on what's going on from such a place of hate and ignorance yes. and disgust, and not then not at, at all <laughs> even be prepared, not even almost prepared right. to have a real discussion from with with people from the other side about it. Tell her. Your first. <laughs> Tell her, friend. Tell her it's all right. Secondly, <laughs> these real issues, you may look at them as our issues, my issues, whatever it is that is swirling up there in your mind. But I wouldn't have shit to say to you about it if your dumbass didn't go onto Facebook <laughs> spouting all of this goddamn foolery. Amen. So that's why it's being discussed in the first place. Right, because Janelle was Watch like, your mouth. She was blatantly talking shit about Colin Kaepernick. Names, uh, names. How dare you? Right, this bend the knee shit and all this other. Bend like, the knee. Right. I mean, you know, we'll get there yeah, sure. as well. But like, I felt like Nessa was well within her rights because Janelle had just been bitching about how somebody else treated her on social media. And she was like, I find that real interesting yeah. because of the things you decided to say about my family and my man. And, and Janelle was absolutely not prepared to handle it it was because she's an idiot almost as good as watching Megan McCain be frustrated on the view today did you see that clip while joy and and, and Sonny were laughing Sonny at her laughed ass, at her ass. <laughs> she was so upset I'm just saying as the Republican at the table it feels aggressive for you to say that all the Republicans in office should be in jail joy was like well there's a thing called hyperbole, called hyperbole. and that's what and that actually was. every time I say somebody has X number of baby mamas by more baby daddies. Like sometimes I'll say, oh, you yeah. got five kids by six women or whatever. People always be like, you're drunk ass, fuck that up. No, bitch, it's hyperbole. I always do that on purpose. I always do it on purpose to emphasize the point that niggas be preg- impregnating how many, however many women they want. To. So, but so many things like that are 
clearly hyperbole. Yeah. And for Meghan McCain to be this woman who is as smart as she keeps reminding us that she is, <laughs> you'd think that she would catch that and not yeah. waste time, yeah. you know, discussing that type right. of shit. But bitching and moaning, it's right there, ready and willing. It was Did you hear so about her funny. husband called... Um, Meghan has a husband? <laughs> Of course she does. When Sunny was like, oh, I guess he imported them. And she and Joy just started cracking up. I was like, minding. And <laughs> Megan was like, fine. Yeah, she literally like had like a little fit and just sat there. And so then Whoopi had to be like, all right, well, point is, fuck this, you know, or whatever. It was just a mess. Like Megan McCain does not need to be on TV. She Her husband not. did this, like had this long homophobic rant that he went on because Seth Meyers called Megan out on some bullshit that she said about um, Ilhan Omar. Yeah. So the thing about Megan McCain is she likes to brand herself as like a moderate Republican because she and uh, Tammy Rojera or whatever her name is, they're both like pro-abortion, I think, or something like that. Maybe that's like their one redeeming quality. But Megan McCain's real problem with Donald Trump is that he talks shit about her daddy. <laughs> That's her real problem with Donald Trump. She don't care about these kids in the cage. I mean, she's mentioned it 75 times. She don't care about the tax rate and all that. It's because he disrespected her daddy. I, too, disrespect Megan's daddy. So I am literally with Donald Trump on that, which feels disgusting to say. But fuck John McCain. And fuck Megan McCain as well. If she's going to get on TV and act like a fucking brat and then be mad when people laugh at her, I don't have no issue with that. Because at this point, what can you simply do? Like, I've, Girl, I you. connected fuck with that you. laughter so much and it really... Same. It brought joy to me because it was especially after that whole you you your job is to listen to me or whatever the fuck she said to oh, joy yeah, that other day. It became so clear that they're like, you know what, we just gonna laugh at this. Yeah, fuck like this what bitch. else? Like, and so she and Sunny literally Joy and Sunny were literally laughing at this. On bitch. air. And she got frustrated and stopped talking. It was <laughs> You have to go look it up if you haven't seen it. It's so good. So to her and I mean, well, at least Megan will attempt to say some words that ultimately don't make no damn sense when you yeah. pull them apart. But I'm so tired mm -hmm. of white people like this Janelle girl who have so much to say. Yes. And they will scream it from the highest racist mountaintop that they can fucking find. <laughs> and then when somebody just meekly calls them out on their shit. They want to burst into tears and swim away in the river of, of crying. That was the thing about Janelle. Immediately she turned into the victim when always she has been the bad bitch who don't care about nobody. Feelings ain't in place. Back up all of that shit. Don't care you were about so passionate about that. it. Girl, you literally broke. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've never seen that before. Nessa didn't even acknowledge that. That's what was so funny. She didn't even acknowledge the whole I've never seen that before. She's like, bitch, you and I both know that you wrote you this. So we're not, I'm not even going to do that. Like, we're just going to talk about the shit that you posted because you know good and goddamn well you did. Janelle is in with the MAGA crowd because why wouldn't she be? I mean, They're sure. also white trash. But like, she, that girl is absolute garbage. I don't even think she has custody of her kids no more. She's that good for awful. Them. She's that awful. Um, last but not least, um, Let's just talk about this Game of Thrones finale. Okay. So what was I thinking about before? I was going to say like one other thing, but I literally forgot. So it doesn't matter, I guess. Maybe it'll come back to you and then you can Maybe it, it will. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try to jot a little note. But yes, the series finale of Game of Thrones aired. Also, the series finale of Veep aired. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And the Veep finale was far more satisfying. I'm sure. <laughs> far more satisfying. Yeah. But Game of Thrones, were you ready for what happened at the end? I'm just gonna say this. Um two headline notes for me. Okay. One um <laughs> one is good and one is not so good. Yeah. The good one is that Drogon's acting blew me away. I mean, what an exquisite performance. Drogon I was so he's, he's CGI. pulled into the like he really took it there. And I felt so connected to him as a character mm-hmm. and what he was going through, or she, I don't really know Drogon's gender. Um Right. We don't know. <laughs> I was really hoping for some eggs. I was really yeah, hoping for some I, dragon I was eggs. truly hoping Drogon went and had babies somewhere and they all showed up at King's Landing. Um, but no, his cousin killed his mama. No, your mama, hmm. your mama, that's your cousin. Your mama's nephew is your cousin. I mean, yes, but is a dragon really your nephew? What? I mean, is a dragon really your cousin? Ish. Okay, cousin ish. That should be a series. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So. I loved that scene. I actually did like cry when he tried to nudge Danny after John right, after killed her. After she died, yeah. Because it's like, oh, his siblings. Because that's, then that's his such mama. an animal thing to do. Yeah, it was and really then he sad. was like, so a spiky thing killed my mama, and that whole chair is made out of spiky things. Therefore, the chair must go. Yeah, I was wondering. So what was the, you could just speak English this whole time, right. or or understand it at the very right. least. Like, how did he make this symbolic connection yeah. to the throne and what it meant, and decide to yes. melt it and then fuck off? I figured Drogon must have had no idea that uh, Jon Snow Egan um, actually killed Daenerys. No, he knew. So, but so then he must not have killed Egan. Jon Snow because he knew that that nigga was a Targaryen. I think, yeah, I think that it is supposed to be like the oh, he's a Targaryen thing. The dragons are loyal to the Targaryen, so Drogon wasn't gonna kill him and ultimately knew that the throne is really to blame yeah. here because the thirst for the throne mm-hmm. is what brought all of this. Whatever. True. But like, know. niggas are gonna be king or queen regardless of whether there is an actual just throne. Make throne. So I was just like, mm, okay, my nigga, but that's not He was mad in the body. moment. He was pissed. And um, who amongst us hasn't reacted in the moment? You know, (laughs) it's natural. (laughs) I just loved that scene. I loved the scene with Drogon and realizing his mommy died and then grabbing her body and flying off into fuck knows wherever. We'll probably never see them that again. I love the scene with Daenerys walking and Drogon's wings were behind her. Visually, the most stunning scene of the entire series. I thought that was super heavy-handed. I loved it. But, like, the visual part of it, it was, I, yeah. absolutely, it was magnificent. It was nice to look at, yeah. I loved it. But it was also kind of like, oh, on well, the I nose. mean, if, you t- if, we were, if we're going to talk about heavy-handed, <laughs> nigga, uh, the whole goddamn episode. First yeah. of all, Sansa was already queen of the North. Yeah, so, I mean, that, I guess that's what she was saying. Was she that, was like, already queen in the North. We already knew that. So for her to be like, the like North is going to maintain its sovereignty and then her going back and having all these niggas salute her, we already knew that. She was always going to be the bad bitch of Winterfell. It was never going to be anybody else. I, um, 
Oh, I also Peter Dinklage and Kit Harrington also had really great performances in this episode when yeah, Tyrion went and pulled them bricks off of his brother and sister's bodies and just sat there and cried. I thought that was really touching also yeah the issue here is not the acting yeah no none of it was i mean the, this cast and crew did the best with what they were yeah. given we're talking about the writers <laughs> i'm not even mad with how things ended for most of the characters i think mm-hmm. john ending up being the king of the wildlings or whatever he is now the king of the super north yeah like seems perfect for the character there was a taste of foreshadowing I guess for that Mm -hmm. as well but not even like King just go up there with the free folk he loved it anyway and who wouldn't want to kick it with Tormund drunk ass um you know Sansa staying where she at and I guess getting a crown and then Arya being the new Xena I'm into it. I wasn't mad at Arya's ending at all. I felt it was actually super appropriate and I would love to see a spinoff They're as long it. as it is directed and written by women. They're not doing it. I mean, and that's fine as well. I would honestly I rather the, not have one than have one written by these same men. I think the chief of programming or somebody at HBO said that they don't want to do... A, and they have like three spinoffs in the works right now. I think that they're shooting a pilot for a prequel series in the summer. Wow. Um, so they're already at work but it seems like they're going to have to do with completely separate characters and completely separate times in Westeros. I'm not mad at that, actually. I'm fine with that, too, but I would have liked an Arya spinoff. Yeah. What is West of Westeros, and why can't I watch Arya go kill it? How come that's where the maps end? And you know Arya's going over there and changing it to a no-face-ass bitch and fucking niggas up. So I wasn't mad at Arya's ending. I wasn't even mad at Sansa's ending, because of course she's the queen in the motherfucking north. What I didn't understand is Bran as king of the Seven Kingdoms. That didn't shock me, either. Nothing shocks me but like where's the logic where's the logic in that decision (laughs) at any of it i just feel like where we landed we got there by falling down six flights of steps like i don't think that (laughs) like the whole scene with the houses sitting together and then gray worm bringing out Tyrion and stuff like that it was like it was clearly stated at the beginning that like they were divided because on one side it was like a whole bunch of these people were pretty pro Daenerys mm-hmm. and pissed at John. The other side, three of them niggas are related to John and <laughs> the rest of them pretty much recognized Thanks. that John was fucking crazy. So it didn't make, <laughs> uh, I mean that Daenerys was crazy. It didn't make no sense to me that A, they let Tyrion speak for so long. Facts. B, they let him choose who the king would be <laughs> see he picks Bran who is not only related to two of the other niggas sitting there right. he's also related to the other fucking prisoner right. that you want dead Yeah, they let him choose him they all said I and agree with the nigga for picking Bran even though it didn't make like picking Bran would have obviously been a huge conflict of interest and He's just, and he immediately went against something that a lot of them would not have wanted, which was let Tyrion be his hand instead of getting his head chopped off or whatever. The other thing I didn't understand is why did nobody just say, hey, by the way, John actually was the rightful heir to the throne the whole time anyway? So, this whole bitch that you mad about being pissed? He didn't want it, no way. 
Maybe. It doesn't matter that he didn't want it. The whole reason that so many niggas found out about it in the first place yeah. is because Sansa wanted him to be the king. Right. And if he was locked up, but he actually had the right mm-hmm. to the throne in the first place, wouldn't it have at least brought up the possibility of having this nigga come in and having a... Re- it just didn't make any sense right. to me that they just so ever neatly had the prisoner decide who the king was going to be. <laughs> and everybody was like, sure. And of course, John descended from this mountaintop and told everybody that he killed Daenerys instead of it just being like Drogon took Daenerys and went off, you know, to fucking Dorne or whatever. You know, of course, that couldn't be the I mean, case. I felt like there was no way around that. Like, after Drogon flew off of the bitch, I was like... Okay, well, I guess John is in for some shit now. I mean, Drogon not gonna come back and tell. You could have just said anything. You could have said literally anything because nobody saw you kill her. Because you, Jon Snow, are the one person in Westeros that Daenerys would not have required security to be present while she talked to them. You are the one person. I think at some point some shit would have been fishy. Where did this bitch go? Why did she just leave? Who was she alone with last? Probably so. My issue was more like. I just felt like this isn't realistic. Yara and the Iron Islands are not going to be like, okay, we were main part of the Seven Kingdoms, even though the North gets to keep their sovereignty when she has always wanted sovereignty for the Iron Islands. And then Bran, the nigga who can't even walk no shade, they kept calling him Bran the Broken, which I thought was so fucked up. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. But I guess Tyrion was like, if they call me Tyrion the Imp, then they can call you Bran the Broken, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about it. They don't give a fuck about, you know, PC. Like we do. Yeah. But then it just felt like, you know, not only does Bran not have the ability to sire children, like Sansa said, he doesn't have no fucking army. The Unsullied, who magically, the Unsullied are the, the, the Dothraki, Dothraki? Yeah, Dothraki. Magically multiplied by the time that last episode rolled around. But then even still, Grey Worm was taking all them niggas to North, where Masande was from, probably to marry her cousin or something because he loved that bitch so much. So it just seemed like, I don't, why, who is really going to like serve Bran Stark? Them niggas who was sitting there at that table. Right, but not everybody fucking else. I think that this is supposed to be like, oh, we're in a completely different world now. These queens are dead. But we're not. is done. (laughs) We're not in a completely different world. (laughs) Or like the beginning of a new chapter of this or whatever. And it almost seemed like they were at least in a good place to start things anew and change the way that everything operates and shit like that. And again, I'm not even mad at where everybody ended up. I think that it just could have been done better. Yeah. This was the episode to be mad at, not episode five. Right, no. As far as I was concerned, this episode was a real letdown. Not for me as far as like the content necessarily because I always expected Daenerys to go full white woman. A lot of y'all expected her to be so much better. And I know even Amelia said, I'm worried that Beyonce will be disappointed in Daenerys because I know Daenerys is her favorite. I would have that. Right. I would be worried as well. Like if Beyonce was like, oh my God, I love Game of Thrones. I love Daenerys. If I played Daenerys, I would take that as my personal responsibility to keep Beyonce happy and satisfied. So I get it. And, And for me, it fell short in that way. Also, I do not know how you could succinctly and satisfactorily wrap up a series that isn't even finished by the book Mm. 
George Martin is taking his sweet ass time finishing these books. And then also Game of Thrones is the biggest show worldwide. You're not going to please everybody. So, And it's been a show about not pleasing people right. for a long time. And I was time. never going to sign y'all's fucking protests you know what are, what are they called oh that petition to get yeah I was never gonna say y'all petition about redoing the last season I love girl. Game of Thrones and I don't care that much right even the Starbucks cup girl I'm not petitioning them niggas to refilm this shit it wouldn't even be the first series finale that I really hate and Truly. I feel like didn't do the show justice I mean I could name like five more l- right I was now. gonna say a lot of y'all are still hashtag triggered behind a lot of these shows ending the way they did so it could have been better I do think that like, it definitely could even have. with a Starbucks cup and then a a water bottle yeah, and all of this other stuff shit. it's just like I almost feel like the writers were like girl we're done as well like <laughs> binging alcohol and, and just staying up late in Vegas and then they had to rush to work the next morning yeah. to write the last season I know they changed season. shit over the last couple seasons because people guessed who was who which the is stupid was right and like I said last week or however many weeks ago it doesn't matter if people guess it. Just tell a good story. And I hope I remember that for myself because I'm also one who like doesn't like when people guess what I plan to do. But as long as you I do mean, it. In a, right. Nobody likes that. But as long as you do it in an incredible way, I don't think it really matters. So I would have preferred them to stick to an incredible story. Give us even more episodes. Like I feel like we should have had 13 or 15 episodes this season Ooh, just I to really 15. develop everything. Just to really. Uh, on the other hand. Eight. On the other hand, I'm incredibly glad it was only six weeks because I get to go back to a regular sleep schedule. I get to go to bed on time. I get to get up on Monday morning at a regular hour, you know, like a regular human being. Game of Thrones is not there to disrupt my life anymore. Well, it's over. It is over. Dracarys, nigga. I know y'all are, everybody's upset. Nobody loved the ending, but you know, it is what it is. It is. I, I would love to era. see an Arya spinoff, but I doubt we'll get that. Nope. Shout out to Maisie. Maisie Williams logged on after the last episode and said, I'm just here for the memes. And niggas literally sent her every Game of Thrones meme. I'm sure <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. <laughs> Cersei posted a shot from like behind the camera of them sitting together when like Tyrion was on trial. Yeah. And Maisie... Arya had on like mm-hmm. some sunglasses. Oh, I love it. And Bran had like his legs out with like some stockings or something with his legs crossed in the yeah. chair. And fucking Sophie is vaping. <laughs> oh my God, I saw that. And Sophie, <laughs> it was a different video where Sophie, uh, yeah, Sophie Turner, that's who Sansa is, yeah. uh, was by herself and she was in like hair and makeup and she had the vape pen on her lap and then she realized it while she was on Instagram and threw it on the floor real quick. And everybody's like, bitch. <laughs> We don't care. Right. Like, first of all, we don't care. But, like, bitch, you be under the influence all the time. It's fine, girl. We don't care. I just saw you dabbing, like, on some floor seats at a basketball game and then chug a glass of wine. You chugged wine, girl. Nobody chugs wine. I didn't love the ending, but I did love that at least I felt like they did right by Arya. They didn't make Arya sign her life away to, to Gendry being, you know... Lord and Lady of wherever the fuck and going off to whatever's west of Westeros and fucking shit up is very on brand for Arya. Yeah, so, again. Thank you, white men, for that, uh, despite all the things you got wrong. <laughs> and that's as far as I'm concerned, that's that. Well, that about wraps up the show for today. It does. My God. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Read. Be sure you check out our sponsors, 
our sponsors, sorry, Philo. They have over 50 of your favorite channels like HGTV, AMC, MTV, Nickelodeon, and so many more. Enjoy live and on-demand TV plus unlimited recording for only $20 a month. That's with no contract needed. You never have to miss a minute of the shows you love. You can watch TV wherever you are, whenever you want. Start your free trial at philo.tv slash read. That is P-H-I-L-O.tv slash R-E-A-D. If you go now, you'll also get 15% off your first month. And who amongst us does not like TV on demand? Bitch, we literally all do. So go check out Philo. Um, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on all of social media. Our uh, username is This Is The Read. Our website is This Is The Read.com. We will be in DC. When is that DC show? Is it oh, January? Oh, oh my God. Fucking not January, nigga. June. I thought the shit was in July, to be honest. No, it is. No, it is absolutely not. It is in June. It is on June 22nd. We are. (laughs) June 22nd at the Warner Theater. Thank you so much, friend. (laughs) Readlive.com. Tickets are at the readlive.com. Kivir, do you have any uh, news this week? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, 305 Live is back Sunday, June 30th at Haven Rooftop from 2 to 6 p.m. You know, summertime means um, drinking and shaking ass for me. Yes. So come out. Um, My good friends, DJ Dimples and Queen of Spades, are going to be DJing. It's going to be great. You do have to be 21 or older to attend. Sorry, young people. I understand that plight, but we worked hard to get here. See you soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, come out. Tickets are going to go on sale at fury305.com on Friday. That should be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. So if you want to come around and party with me and my friends and whoever else is going to be there. I'm just so proud of you, friend, because 305 Live started as like a one-time event and you have grown it into this like yeah, regular thing. Yeah, I definitely thing. didn't plan it to be a And now you thing. have like multiple 305 Lives basically with Trilloween yeah. and everything else. Trilloween is just 305 Live in October. Honestly, if I was more dedicated and not so goddamn depressed, I would... <laughs> Make it like a Duce Palooza everyday people thing. And just I can't wait until I'm less depressed like so I can do tour. everything that inner me really wants to do. But you know, we're going to talk about all that and be vulnerable some other time. Okay, we're not doing that right now. But yeah, that's about it. If you want tickets to things, those are the places to find said things. Go for it. Have a great time. I just saw Halle Berry kiss Lena Waithe in the mouth. What? On Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh my, well, guess what? I'll be watching until I fall asleep. Amen. <laughs> Wow. I'm just kidding. A real passion. Wow. Oh, shit. Yo, Lena's fiance not mad at that? I mean. God damn, that's a real kiss. Listen. Okay, you know what? I'm on my, my own fucking business. Thank I met her fiance this business. weekend, too. She's so fine. I have so much respect for Lena. Y'all, I know that I have talked about how fine she is. Please stop tagging me in her post. It's very disrespectful. <laughs> that woman is engaged. And happily. She's engaged, y'all. And to a beautiful black woman. Like, so they're please, crazy about you guys. <laughs> please, please, please. I find my own studs been to fuck around with. I don't need nobody else's. Amen. Um, I think that's it for the read this week. We love y'all so much and we will see y'all next week. Goodbye.
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 